listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, baby. Ooh, hey. hey, yo, I spotted that body before you turn the corner. Her thighs almost respect Cause I'm sober, holy Moses, you more fine in the morning mimosa Mama, 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 mia, girl, you doper than dope was I ever could Be, could you please turn around so I can see that Ugh, would've been a shame if I didn't get a name Nigga, nigga, da dang, da dang, nigga, nigga, bang Nigga, nigga, da bang, da bang, nigga, bang She looking good, uh, 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 uh Flies was on the toes, thighs a real killer for realer She really no filler for realer for realer I dig it, uh, uh, but can that nigga hang with ya? Swing with ya, things, get on the same page Be on the same line, be the word Next to the world, you're my damn mind. You're oh so bad. Hey, girl, all the girls are so poor. Hey, girl, hey, Yeah, man. Why ain't you married? You ride, you ride, you bear Mariah. Minus is obviously killing them other chicks. Every attire is fire heavy, baby. Yo, let me breaking bodies, probably in Hollywood pants. And anybody, and I mean anybody, ain't upon you gonna kick yourself. She going with yourself. You're all so banging. From the free throw line, no line that you can think of. Can't keep up with her flyness. Not even an Isley brother, but a remind would be dumb if I was quiet and mumbled all of my ideas. Instead, I'm trying to whisper in your ear like, normally I don't do this, but you the cutest and true. This is inappropriate, but see my mood is a looting of me and you shit can see your house so bang, bang, Just pick up the mic. Proceed with a song. I get right to the point. My competition's not long or short. It's like a sport hanging in the middle. But now, if you're puzzled, let me kick the whole riddle. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast. It's your host, Rod and Karen. And we are in the house on a Sunday. Yes, we are. Uh, Pro Bowl Sunday, if I'm not mistaken. It so is, sir. Some people might be watching, uh, you know, not Tim Tebow play. Um, but uh, for those of you that made it out, listen to the Blackout Tips, which is a podcast hosted by me and my wife three times a week. Yes, comedy podcast. Sir. Try to keep it very funny. Try to keep it very real, very honest. And speaking of which... We also have a couple of guests in the house with us. We do. On this Sunday. Sharing the love. First time guest, Karen. Yes. This isn't any retread shit. This is new mm. shit. 
for my podcast friends out there that are like yo man i need to get up on some, some new, new shit stuff. yeah and, you know you guys you know I, I like phenom black and them i like chris i like this but i need new shit i need different new podcasts to be introduced to man so we got a couple black podcasters in here that we're gonna spread the love to uh the first voice that you heard you may be familiar with if you have heard mr moody's neighborhood the podcast but you know, maybe you, maybe you not, maybe you haven't heard of it. Maybe you've been to mynextdoorneighbor.net or mynden.net. Maybe you've been there. Maybe you know uh, Lena from What's New Lena. She's been on the show before. Maybe you know Mr. Player Hater. He's been on the show before. But uh, let me tell you the first thing first about this dude uh, that I thought was real cool. He called us one day. Out the blue, we didn't even know Mr. Moody or anything. Left us uh one of the nicest messages. Yes, it was. Actually, two of the nicest messages ever. Yes. Uh, this is back when we were still recording off one mic. Uh, side by side, so- doing, doing real kissing. I think a lot of people are shocked when they come vocal. They're like, y'all don't kiss. I was like, we can't. We're not side by side no more. Right. But he gave us some of the kindest shout outs, man. Yes, he did. And uh, I listened to his show a couple times after that. I was like, yo, man, it's real cool. cool people. It's, you know, I appreciated the shout out. And, you know, you get busy. You do three shows a week. You're doing other people's shows and shit. as guests. You know, I never look back to be like, oh, yeah, that is right. I need to check that show out again. You know, and occasionally I see him on Twitter or something. I'll be like, oh, yeah, let me listen to an episode. I listen to it. I'm like, oh, that's good as good as always. Keeping it real. And uh finally, I was listening to one episode and he gave us another shout out. And the shout out was so in-depth and cool that I was like, God damn, I need to get this brother on the show. I forgot about that shit. <laughs> Like that shit was that long ago, man. Um, and it was it was a real uh, we appreciated it, man, we sincerely. Yeah, and uh, we have a list of people that we like have where it's like, all right, I want to get this guy on the yes. show one day. Yeah. Just need to and email you was on him. That list. And you are on the list for forever, basically. Yes. Um, so yo, uh, say what's up to everybody, Mister Moody. Hey, what's up to all the fans of the Black Guy Who Tips? This is your boy, Mister Moody, from the Mister Moody's Neighborhood Podcast. Um, it's, it's obviously a privilege and an honor to be on the show. Rod, thank you for those kind words. Um, you guys can check us out on iTunes, of course. You can check us out on Stitcher, of course, but enough of that. <laughs> um, just understand this. The reason uh, that I left the this, – this is one of the most beautiful podcast teams in the world to me. Oh. They got my black ass home from Ohio. <laughs> eight and nine, it should have been eight and nine hours, and it turned into 18 hours. <laughs> and every time I was getting ready to catch road rage, I put my headphones on because I had my baby in the car, and I listened to Black Guy Who Tips. So it's a podcast worthy of all the praise that we give it. Thank all of you that are tuning in tonight, and check us out if you like. And by the way, I'm your boy Moody. You'll be hearing me quite a few times this evening. Yeah, and of course, uh, shout out to uh, DJ Naturel. Yeah, uh, now what's the other dude? Is is it Mr. Ed? Is that what y'all call him? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's cousin, cousin Ed. Ed. He he is actually half owner of Indian Entertainment, and he's um, we are the Fifty Fifty Brothers. So, um, it's really Mr. Moody's neighborhood featuring the Fifty Fifty Brothers, and that is myself and my seven foot, eleven inch cousin, uh, cousin Ed. Tall black Negro who doesn't speak over the decibel of five. That's why he don't talk that much, because he that tall. See, I didn't know that. Because, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, tall brothers be playing it smooth. never reaches the mic. Yeah, and tall brothers be playing it smooth, <laughs> man, because when you that tall, you ain't got to say shit, you know? Exactly. 
Exactly. <laughs> if a tall dude talking about fuck you up, then run. Because that, they, he mad yeah. as hell. Regardless dog. if you're here or not, <laughs> if you think his lips form it, you better start moving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he, may, he may be mad. He may be angry. But hey, guys, uh, thanks for that love. Seriously, y'all. Thank you for that. Um, whether we're hung, whether we're worthy of that or not, we do appreciate that. I just want to say that before we get to And, of course, uh, don't forget Podcast P, uh, who doesn't do podcasts. Podcast P, get your ass on the podcast, <laughs> lazy bastard. Come on. You're earning a living. You're supporting your daughter. What kind of bullshit is that, man? Come podcast, B. Come on, man. Now, we're going to get to the second person in a second. I'm going to introduce you, too. But um, the other thing I got to throw out there, the first episode that I listened to of My Next Door Neighbor, was named fuckery and faggotry yes and i listened to that and it was like you know like he gave us the shout out i was like i'm gonna check out the show and i was like oh cool now let me go shout this shit out to our fans and i went to listen to it i was like oh wait a minute now i gotta give them a disclaimer because they might be sensitive as shit i was like all right so check it out right i fucks with the show Yes. You know what I'm saying? I, I grew up with people that talk like that and shit. It doesn't really bother me. Um, I don't really, I don't use that word. I don't talk like that necessarily, mm-hmm. but, but I, but I still, I got the point. I knew yes. exactly what y'all meant. I knew yes. exactly how y'all were using it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, damn. All right. So look, check out the show. Don't be sensitive. Don't be uptight. <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, yeah. if you, if you uptight, you might have to fall back because they talk about some real shit, you yeah. know? But in that yeah, same show. Me, well, let me tell you about it. I yeah. heard that show where you actually, mentioned that and and i'm going to tell you really how my mind works very quickly my respect i am um i heard you say actually on a we are very similar to a degree when we deal with human beings because you said something to the it was around the arena of generally i like people and you know it has to be a i'm paraphrasing it but it has to be special kind of people I'm not really, I'm a very social person when I network, and networking is one of the things I do to earn because I'm, I'm one of those people that I get out and network and introduce other people to other people. But I, I am a real, I am a, I'm a recluse, not the spider. I am really <laughs> a super loner. So I don't deal with, when it comes to respect, the people that I respect, they tell you what they're feeling. And um, because I am 42, as of yesterday, happy birthday. Happy birthday, man. Yes. Um, Thank you, sir. Thank you, ma'am. You know, when you did that, it actually gave me a little bit more respect than I already had, which was a tremendous amount of respect. You guys, I'm I'm a workout fanatic, and I listen to other people listen to music in general when they're working out. I listen to the fucking black guy who tips because <laughs> it's, it's something about the energy level of that show. When I'm taking 10 mile hikes and when I'm lifting and doing all of this shit, um, when you actually said that, you was like, y'all wasn't feeling this, but I understood that. That gave me a different level of respect because men should never hold their words to accommodate another person. Say what's on your mind. Get it out the fucking way. And if you're keeping it 100, I'm going to respect you. Uh, you can say, fuck my podcast. I'm going to go, why, Rod? <laughs> Yo, dude, right. you said faggotry, motherfucker. I like the other shit, but you're saying faggot, so I don't listen to it. All right, right. Well, I'm not going to switch saying faggotry, right. but my brother, I'm listening to your shit every week. So, Rod, when you actually did that show, when you, when you actually spoke on that, and thank you for that shout-out, the respect level went up, my brother. Queen Karen... Yes. The respect level went up, not down. We have to learn to be 100 with each other, and I appreciate y'all for that. Well, damn, I appreciate that, man. Thank that was you. something I definitely was and like, I want to talk to him about. What yeah. was you going to say, Karen? And you know what? 
Um, I'm surprised you work out because we have had a lots of tweets where people said, don't do that because right. they have been like lifting equipment and like tripping on treadmills and shit, laughing at us. Right. So yeah. apparently you got it together, my brother. Yeah. I got a few tweets like y'all niggas almost killed me, man. I was bitch pressing, trying to max yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, you know what? We don't work out to get big. I'm not like a, I'm not Lou Ferrigno. We, we work out for strength and longevity. And, okay. and we work out for physical perseverance. So um, we work out to be swift. You know, at my age, and I just came off a tremendous knee surgery that had me shelved for four months mm. and has me off of uh, cardio for a year. Oh. I, I work out for the longevity. I work out for the mental benefit of it all. And, and um, this sounds corny, but also the spiritual benefit. So, yeah, we, we do that. And also, like I tell people, and then I'll shut the fuck up, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't drink so I can work out. I work out so I can drink. <laughs> so y'all hold on to that shit tonight, fam. Everybody listen to one of the hottest podcasts on light, online tonight. When y'all get your ass in the gym tomorrow, don't try to get in shape as much as you're trying to prepare your body to get that alcohol in you. And I think I'm done with that. Oh, shit. All right. Now, we also have my homie Greg Hurd, who had me on the show uh, it's been a few months now, man. Um, but I was actually on the show. It was me, Rashani, Abe's pimp. I always forget the other dude's name. Greg, you might you might know his name. Um, but yo, say what's up to everybody, Greg, man. Hey y'all, this is uh, Greg Hurd from the Forget What You Heard podcast. Um, I uh, that it was Ben. Then that's the other guy who was on that uh, that particular episode. And we talked about hip hop one hit wonders and stuff. And and on the podcast, I usually I just talk about uh, random stuff and news stories uh, with my friends, um, Rod and Rashani, and also with uh, Juan Morgan are the only three guests who I did not go to school with. Um, shout out to the University of West Georgia, um, and uh, it's just something I do once a week. And you know, I was uh, honestly uh, inspired by. By the black guy who tips, definitely a, a big influence on my podcast. And I can tell you, like a year ago, I didn't know what a podcast was. And uh, then I bought an iPhone and uh, listening to uh, other podcasts. Like uh, I start off with the Morning Jones. Um, and then, of course, Rod, the most famous caller on that show. And, <laughs> and uh, I, I think Mike <laughs> the Chicago is the most yeah, famous caller to that show. show. Oh, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. Well, top, top two. <laughs> Top two or three. Yeah, I'll take that. Uh, <laughs> um, and then just kind of my interest in podcasts kind of grew from there. And and uh, I also was doing stand-up comedy living in Atlanta. And I wasn't performing as much as I wanted to. Um, but I still wanted to try to, uh, I don't know, get my thoughts out there um, in some way. So uh, I started to start a podcast. Uh, it started in July. I only did two episodes. But then I really got going in September. And um been doing it ever since now uh, so what yeah. now first of all let me remind the people is forget what you heard and heard is spelled h-u-r-d just yes. in case uh yes. you know they might try to go out there and uh not spell it uh the right way um so you can find it on itunes stitcher podomatic um and also both of you guys are on twitter it's at mr moody's hood and at the Greg Hurd, and that's H U R D. Um, now, so how long had had you been doing stand up uh, before you started the podcast? 
Uh, it's been uh, really spotty over the past three years. Um, I started off doing it on a whim, really. Um, I was uh, a sound design intern at the Eugene O'Neill Theater Center in New London, Connecticut. And um, as uh, working with like the sound designers uh, there and uh, during one of the conferences that we work on, they have an open mic where anybody uh, who works at the conference, any interns or, or administrators or anything like that can go on stage and do whatever. Uh, pack a suitcase, sing a song, whatever. And since uh, a lot of people were singing, I figured I wanted to do something different. So uh, I decided to do stand-up comedy. Um, I stole a few jokes, and, um, <laughs> and they went over well. And, so you got, uh, your, you got your Carlos Mencia on? <laughs> yeah, uh, I didn't use any of his jokes. Unfor- uh, well, fortunately, I didn't use any <laughs> Well, of his. if you would have been using um, his jokes, you probably would have been using Bill Cosby's jokes, too. <laughs> um did I I can I think I may have used the Bill Cosby joke. I'm not I'm not really sure. But um You really did get your Mencia on, dude. That's what he well, did. Well, well that's that's how I started, definitely. Right. Um but I had a few of my own jokes in mind and and you know, what's interesting is that like I'm in New London, Connecticut, working at a theater and I'm the only um I think I was one of like three black people. Uh, of the of all the interns and performing in a bunch of uh, white people in their fifties and sixties and and I'm you know I'm talking about you know whatever I want you know about how uh, how is it in a, an apartment building on fire in a movie and the parent is standing next to the fireman and the kid is in the apartment while the while it's on fire and um and talking about how I stole actually a joke I did I did steal was from a comedian named Jasper Red where um he's like i think that all um uh, all white people should be called white bread and all black <laughs> people should be called wheat bread and i think that would eradicate all the racism you know and um and making like ra- uh some racist jokes like that in front of all these white people and they're laughing and you know i'm not being lynched even with connecticut you know i'm not expecting it <laughs> yeah yeah words <laughs> Now, but, uh, Connecticut is a little bit now. Are, are they? They're pretty liberal, right? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, for the most part, you know. Um, you know, I mean, I'm working in a in a theater. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't see many uh, conservatives, right. conservative people like coming to see a, a cabaret show. Uh, the I think the the year I was there, there was a um, there was a show about he's one. This guy is one of the most famous uh, drag queens. And what he's known for is like lip syncing his favorite songs and his character's named Lip Synca. And he had his own like little show there. And, um, yeah, that, that, that's, that, that counts as pretty liberal, Greg. Yes. <laughs> Greg, that counts as pretty liberal. Yes. Yeah. Drag queens, lip syncing and shit. Yeah. That, they ain't going to do that shit in South Carolina. Oh, no. Yeah. It, 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 it may barely pass in North. Yeah. Like those rednecks will be down there like, I don't like the feelings that I'm getting inside my pants. They got to go. Yes. Yeah. I'm confused. With sticks and but, um, burn everything. That's a cool, that's cool though, man. Um, to, you know, doing the stand up and stuff, man. Like, so do you still steal people's jokes man or do you finally just do all your own jokes i i have (laughs) i have my own jokes like you know it it start when i did it that first time it was just just to do it you know because like all the other interns are going on stage and singing like i don't want to sing i want to do something different 
Um, so I figured I'd just, you know, steal some jokes from some obscure comedians. And, uh, and then it went over and then I, you know, that was three nights in a row that I did that. I didn't steal jokes only that first night that right. I, that I steal any jokes. Um, and then I had some more ideas and, um, and so, I just, just kind of grew from there with like, with writing my own shit. So. so were your coworkers in there? Like when you, when you did the jokes were your coworkers, like your audience? Yeah, it would like the my coworkers were there. Um, the the audience who came to like the way that the conference worked, it would be like the show, the actual show that was uh, planned to to be there, and then the open mic was after the show. Okay. And the audience was still there, um, so it was kind of like in front of the audience that came to see the show earlier, oh. and my and my coworkers in there too. Wow. Hey, man, that takes balls, dude. That getting on stage and doing that shit in front of some strangers. Uh, nothing but respect for that shit, dude. Seriously. Um, all right. Let's go ahead. And... Oh, I know what I'd like oh, to, go ahead, Karen. to say before you go on. Mm-hmm. Uh, when uh, you were saying your part at the beginning with the rap, I, it made me think of like an old Japanese uh, TV show when I was looking at the screen. <laughs> I was like, do I need subtitles here to, is his link, is his lips syncing up with the character? <laughs> it was wonderful feeling though. Flashback. My yeah, bad. There's definitely a different um, type of intro that we've ever had before. And that's hard because people do those things every which way. Yes, I, I love it. Very original. Yes. All right. Okay. So. Thank you. <laughs> if you're listening to this, even after this long introduction. Then you listen to the Blackout Tips, and you can find us all kinds of ways. Yes, you can. It's very easy. Uh, the easiest of which being go to theblackouttips.com. Everything's mm-hmm. there. Everything. You ain't got to do shit, man. You got mm-hmm. the podcast is already there. You just hit play. You can uh, subscribe to the blog so you get an email update every time we uh, update the show. And do something. Let you guys we do know anything. we're doing. Yeah, anytime we do anything. Um, you can join the Facebook group right from there by just liking us. Uh, we're right now, I think we're at... 2572 yes sir so a lot of people like us hope that you will like us too um i also uh when you go to our facebook page we i just learned how uh like maybe a couple weeks ago how to um tag other groups that we uh other podcasts and stuff that we like Like. so their facebook pages are on there now and i i Mm -hmm. I know i have mr moody for sure not sure uh, do you have a a facebook page for forget what you heard yet greg uh, yes, it's uh, Facebook.com slash Greg Heard Comedy. It started off as my Facebook page for my stand-up comedy. And then uh, when I started doing the podcast, uh, I just kind of added that in there, too. So it is slash backslash Greg Heard Comedy, but it's the podcast stuff, too. Okay. okay, I will get that added to the page. Um, so, yeah, you can do that from there. Interact with the fans. It's a good way to get in contact with us. Uh, you can also donate to the show when you go to theblackouttips.com. You can also, uh, you know, um, go to the store, buy shit, if you would like to wear our stuff. Right now, I'm sipping Crown and Coke right out of a Blackout Tips glass, and it's good. Pick up. Ring the bell, dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, of course, you can also go to our Tumblr pages, bootypigsandjokes.tumblr, uh, or we cook medium Tumblr, or and on top, top of that, that Tumblr. Um you can call us, 704-557-0185. Leave us no, a voice. No, no, A6. What? Oh, yeah, A6. <laughs> Thanks for catching me. I was an A5. Ooh, Ring the bell and call. Um, yeah, 704-557-0186. Leave us a voicemail. Uh, and, uh, you know, if you don't want to do that, wake up at 10 o'clock in the morning on Saturday. You can talk to us live. Yes, you can. Some people don't even like to wait till we tell them to call anymore. <laughs> people just randomly calling us and shit like it's somebody's house. 
Like, I heard y'all talking. What's up? I'm like, what are you talking about? I ain't even listening to the show. I just wanted to talk. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we, so well, we pick we love up. love everybody. Yeah, you might get roasted. Now, I'm not promising. It's no, gonna be nice. Yeah, I'm not promising no cordialness. You start interrupting the show, but hey, I'll pick up. Um, you can also, uh, email us theblackouttips at gmail.com. Of course, the official weapon of the show is. The taser. And the unofficial sport is bullet ball. And bullet, bullet ball. Bullet extreme. Oh, oh shit. Yes. Um, <laughs> and this podcast is my favorite type of podcast. And that is because it's sponsored. Yes, sir. That's right. We are cooking, Karen, mm-hmm. with other people's money. This podcast is brought to you by Shadow Dog, <laughs> Shadow Dog Productions. Uh, from now until, well, tonight. Oh. So y'all better, if you're listening live, you don't have much time. Mm-mm. I talked to Dexter. There's only two of these left. But if you purchase one of the audio play box sets, you get free shipping, which is my favorite type of shipping. I know it's so. And... A free collector's booklet. Mm-hmm. Those booklets ended up being too expensive. They was $9 a pop. They was like, no, nigga, we can't put these in every DVD. This is stupid as shit. We losing money. Can't sell something for $10 and then the insert costs 9 That's working backwards, Karen. But if you do want to, uh, but if you do want to get, uh, get in on this, hurry up, get a free collector's booklet. Um, you can basically, uh, you can basically just order one before tonight at midnight or while supplies last. Uh, it's $10 a pop for, uh, one of the, um, for one of the audio play box sets mm-hmm. or $27 for all three. That's right. You cut you a little break if you want to, you know, spend a lot of money. And each box set is loaded with audio play goodness, especially the comedy one. Starring me and Karen. Yes. That's right. We're prominent. We big time, y'all. Sure, there are other people in it, but those people aren't me. Or so me. <laughs> forget about them. <laughs> Get it for us. You listen to us every day. Um and you just go to shadowdollproductions.com slash box sets. Um and of course the link is already on the website. Uh we got a lot of stuff to talk about now. Yes, we do. Uh, a lot of shit's been happening. I got random thoughts to get into. Um Oh, and I did have one more question from Mr. Moody, actually. Yes, sir. Hey, man, what um, what made y'all start y'all podcast with with the beat like that? Because every time I hear start y'all podcast, I get hyped, man. Like, I almost expect a mixtape to start <laughs> after I listen yeah, well, to the show. Uh, thank you, man. But look, one more thing I wanted to promote because I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to talk out of order. But there's one more thing, Rod, there's one thing you forgot yes. to promote tonight. Yes, sir. And that is the shit that almost killed me last night. Literally, because uh, FYI to everybody, do not drink Corona and laugh. It's not healthy. <laughs> you, you got you got two kind of different uh, pipes that go down your throat. The, you must promote the official black guy who tips blindside package. <laughs> <laughs> because that shit, let me tell you something, dog. That shit almost took me off the planet Earth last night on my birthday. <laughs> and, and Karen, my wife would have been very upset with you. She would have been like, damn, y'all could have killed him, but on the nigga birthday. <laughs> so, promote that blindside package. Now, 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 let me tell y'all about the thing. I am a studio guy. I used to be a studio owner. And, um, I got rid of that. I'm, I'm a writer. I've actually written for, um, Cartoon Network. I, I've done a little bit of write. We, we write for a lot of up and coming artists in Atlanta, 
Big up to you, Mr. Hurd. Uh, now that I know you're in the A, hopefully we can link up. What we do, because I am a studio guy and I am a writer, we just like bring bringing that fire because it's right in front of us. So, so we just have the ability to create stuff on the fly. So, you know, I may come into this. Now I kind of oversee, I manage studio sessions, and once again we do the writing. And so I'll say, hey, dudes, hey, man, look, I need another podcast for this year. And they, everybody start throwing them bow. I got it. I got it. No, I got it. I got it. So what happens is the way that we do that, Rod, is is, is what you were so cool to just say right now. We want to get you hyped for the message, man. And, and you know, the crazy thing about the show is sometimes I don't even know what the message is going to be. Mm. So that that's why we do it. We want to give you something that's original. We want to give you, like, a beat that you never heard before. And we want to introduce the show for you to get hyped, you know, like an athlete in a locker room. And that that's why we do that. It's just accessible to us. This is what we all do. And, and we sit here, and it's just easy. 2013, you're here, another one. 14, another one. By the way, a black guy who tips say, hey, Moody, hook us up one of them shits, my nigga. You're going to hear that for them. You're going to hear a lot of that. So that's just what we do from a creative aspect. Well, I would like to give the people a sample, man. I'll, let me see if I can play one off of iTunes real quick so okay. people can hear what I'm talking about. Because this shit is so, this shit, every time I'm like, oh, my God, let's go. We expect yeah, the freeway thanks, to come brother. in. Humble thanks for that, man, big time. All right, let's see so if we can get it to go. So family, what's going oh, this, oh, okay, so this one's just going to start in the middle. Hold on. I'm, I'm about to do it right now. I'm going to download it as we do the podcast because, you know, that's how we do now that we got a mixer. Yes, we big we can time do, now. We, yes. we can do shit like this. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, man, I, like, and, and so y'all have different people submit the beats to you guys, and then y'all yeah. decide, like, okay, this is uh, this is which one made it for the entire year, and yeah, then for, the next one switch year. it up. And in all honesty, those are all our in-house guys. Um, those are our guys. We don't really take the submissions from outside because it's a family thing. Um, we have people that are very concerned about our progression, and they we have like over probably nine producers. So, but it's always the funny thing is it's only two of them that kill everybody because like when they hear everybody else's shit, they're like they call me on the side. Yo, move. What's up? You like that? I said, well, yo, so and so shit was hot. Yeah, I'm going to fuck them up, dog. All right, well, send it. <laughs> and, and they send it, and it is what it is. We, we, but, but we eat and we dine, and we keep it real with each other together. We are a family unit for real. So, you know, big big up to Jaha. Uh, this year for 2012, that is Jaha. He, he okay. is one of the most popular Atlanta. He is very big in Japan. He is a very big um, R&B slash, excuse me, guys, mm-hmm. hip-hop artist that is doing this thing on an individual level. Listen, folks, the man walked away from his $80,000 a year job to do music full-time. Damn, wow. So, so when a man like that do music for you, you play that shit. Yeah, Nobody else you can. got to. All right, yeah. let, me, let me see if I can play this real quick. Um, it's on real checking in. All right, we got the little message. Here we go. We're back. Listen to this shit, listeners. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Welcome to the 2012 season of Mr. Moody's Neighborhood, featuring Clue 5050 Brothers. Mr. Moody and Cousin Ed. New Year, same routine. Oh yeah. 
still telling the truth. Still telling the truth. We still keeping it real. Hallelujah. And we still keeping it raw. R-A-W. Adults only, please. please this please. is grown-up conversation. You know what I mean? Enjoy, family. Fix a plate. Make yourself a drink. Sit back, relax. relax. And listen to the hottest podcast online. Damn, nigga, well, I be going to right work. That make you want to run a marathon. I be going to work. It be, it be five in the fucking morning. Let me tell you, that's that's beyond love. That a podcast of this magnitude, y'all don't have to do that, dude. So that's beyond fucking love, right there. But hey, can uh, Rod and Karen? Can I can I just give Ja a quick shout out? Cause yeah, definitely. Yeah, Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Yo, yo, please check out JahaOnline.com. J a h a h. Uh, online.com. I hope I got that shit right. Now, that's my little brother. So, if I'm wrong, he ain't gonna do shit. <laughs> he, he's just gonna tell me next time, no, fuck my whole career up like that, nigga. But I, I think it's Jaha Online. Thank you so much, Jaha, baby bro. I love you to death. I got you for whatever, man. And Rod and Karen, I owe y'all one for that. So, if y'all get a crazy fucking drop, in the mail unexpectedly <laughs> I already know what it is and hold me to my word on that too oh no doubt dude that shit is sick man I'll be yes. going to work at 5 in the morning crunked up for some fucking podcasting dog yes. I don't even put in music at 5 in the morning I'm just like let's go let's fucking process these papers nigga I know <laughs> oh, wait I'm banging on the copy machine, dog. I'm banging on the shit. <laughs> like a boss. Dude, real talk. Yo, Volca, everybody that's listening to to basically probably, which is pretty close to the hottest shit online. That's the Black Idol Tips, right? I got to tell you this before we start because I'm, I'm cracking up already, dude. It, listen, I used to listen to y'all when, when I was, you know, I had my surgery and I couldn't walk. So I'm a big time runner and hiker. Like I gotta tell y'all this shit, man. I would put, I would get up in the morning when my knees started hurting before the surgery. I said I won't walk. This is a true story. I won't run. I'll just walk. So I would get a backpack and I would put two 25 pound weights in the backpack. Mm. So I would say, okay, I'm gonna park here, walk 10 miles round trip, and come back. So I'm walking. I live in Lawrenceville, Georgia. Rednecks in the backwoods, niggas that don't take care of your property, all your niggas stand up. So I live in Lawrenceville, right? So I'm walking, I'm on like mile three of my height, and I'm listening to the black guy who tips. This is when I first started doing this shit, right? Right. As far as the hiking goes. So here comes a cop car that like jumps right in front of me. This is a real, a real fucking story right here, man. So I'm like, Yo, what the fuck is this dude doing? He's like, yo, you all right? I said, yeah, I'm straight. He was like, everything, you sure everything is good? I said, um, yeah, I'm pretty goodish at this point, officer. What's the problem right now? He was like, well, I saw you, I passed you, and you were walking up the street, and you just, like, laugh. There's no, you just, like, kind of out loud laughing. <laughs> this is not bullshit. I don't do that. This is real shit. He said, I just wanted to make sure you were all right. <laughs> now that's some racial shit, but at the same time, any podcast 
that can almost get your ass Rodney King to go on fire. <laughs> Yo, that's I had to say that, like, I wanted to call y'all and leave that message, but I'm horrible with that because of my schedule. So oh. I just had to tell y'all that that is a real fucking story. And my wife was like, yo, maybe you shouldn't, um, with all due respect. Maybe you should listen to them when you walk. I was like, nah, fuck that, son. If I get Rodney King, we'd be $10 million richer. We good. <laughs> Man, that's I'm crazy. Sorry. I'm sorry. That's crazy. Uh, that's the second person in a, uh, two days has told us uh, they got pulled over. They got uh, confronted by the cops while listening to the show, man. We we might be out here getting niggas locked up, man. Um, All right, y'all niggas is dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so speaking of danger. I was watching some amateur pornography, as I am wont to do. It's my right. It's my body. I treat it how I would like to. So, so I was watching some amateur pornography, man. And it's a risk, man. When you watch amateur porn, it's not like professional porn. Because, mm-hmm. like, with professional porn, you kind of know what's going to happen. You're like, yes. okay, this happens, then this part happens, and that part happens, yes. and the scene is over. But um, with amateur, you know, sometimes you, you might get, like, one time I was listening, a baby was crying. And I was like, what the fuck? Somebody get this baby. Balls rain. You know, I had to stop the tape, dog. I was like, I can't finish this shit, man. I, I feel like I'm being irresponsible, even though it has shit to do with me. But um, I was watching this one, man. And in the background, you can hear the TV. Because, you know, why turn the TV off if you're going to put something out on the internet for the world, right? It'd be like me doing the podcast with the game on in the background. Like, oh, shit, son. What a dunk. You know, I'm like, no. Turn that shit off. Be professional. But they wouldn't do that. So these people are fucking or whatever. And in the background, I hear like uh, some type of like political debate going on. Uh oh. Like, not like a Republican primary debate, but like maybe they had it on CNN or something. And like, it just completely made me like lose all my interest in the porn because I'm, it's like they had this ah. Republican on there. I don't know if it was Ann Coulter or some other, you know, uh, Republican harpy, but I disagree with her so much. I had to stop. Ah, I disagree like I, with her. Like I was, I was listening to the damn debate. I wasn't even, I was just like, man, forget what that girl with the fat ass talking about. They got to understand that these subsidies got to stop. This shit is out of control. Like, oh, man, I'm telling you, man, this the amateur porn game, dog. It, it is really, uh, you're taking a gamble, man. You don't know what's going on there, man. Y'all be careful, brothers out there, my fellow pornosaurs. Uh, I might just had to start sticking to the regular stuff, man. I thought that the, uh, oh, somebody's asking why was I listening in the chat? Um, cause I'm grown and I'll have Thanks. kids. So. Uh, I don't have to jack off in private or secret, Mm -hmm. and I also have a TV that I can have volume up on. This is not like my mom's going to walk in the room. I know so. As an adult, that's actually what you pay for when you pay rent or mortgage. Yeah, you you, you, you get the right to watch (laughs) what you want to watch. (laughs) As a grown-ass adult, like, because I want to, nigga. Hey, y'all, I have to say that it is a risk to, to, when you watch amateur porn, like, I actually saw one to where... A uh, couple had on the TV in the background, and it was actually the uh, Karate Kid remake, the one with Jaden Smith playing in the background. <laughs> and I found myself like watching the movie. Because <laughs> I hadn't seen it yet. Like, oh, what happens? So you understand my, my <laughs> complex uh, morality that I was having, dude? Because like, half of me is like, damn, I really wish I knew like what channel this was and who's talking, because, you know, fuck this chick talking about, uh, you know, fuck President Obama. But at the same time, I can't be thinking about politics with my dick in my hand, dog. It's impossible. I was like, I just got to cut this shit off. Yeah, well, well, think about it, though, right Now, let's, let's be 100 here. If you were Ann Coulter and you looked in the mirror... 
every day. <laughs> Could you ever have love? There can never be love. You got to hate. Not only do you have to hate, you have to hate to whatever party embraces you. So what I would have did as a porn connoisseur, and there's a website I want to shout out, but I kind of, I try not to shout <laughs> too many things out, but I'm, so I'm a whole laugher right now. If Rod give me the order, I'll go. Go it. ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. It's fine. Okay. Look, look, folks. If you want to see the greatest combination of fucking amateur smut with professional porn, that you'll even, you're going to get your whack on, you're going to get your group fuck on, your couple fuck on, anyway, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Go to XNXXX. Now, let me tell you something. This is Got the it. only porn site where you can ah! put in words, you can put in search words like light skin, natural hair, hood rat, gangbang. And you get some shit like that. Ah! You don't say. Oh, they professional. Hey, dog, dog, real talk. And so, so like, with the Ann Coulter thing, that would kill any man's Woody. No man's dick can stay hard listening to You know what? If you, even if you listen to her, if you listen to the audio, that's a fucking Woody killer. Yes. But if you're actually watching her, actually doing what she's paid to do, which is separate the country and, you know, keep the division alive in America. Just looking at her rod, that kills my woodies, too. So Me too, I man. You up for not fucking with it. Yeah, I can't, dude. It, I, I, like, I, like, I, I have, like, a Republican friends and shit, like old white dudes and shit, and they, they used to be like, man, Ann Coulter is hot, Mm-mm. or Sarah Palin is hot. I'm like, hot. I'm like, yeah, if she's around a room full of old-ass white dudes, yes. everybody Ann hot. Coulter, Ann Coulter is hot like Satan. Right, yeah, she got that 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 throat thing going. I don't know, man. Oh. She like one of them female aliens that worked in the clone uh, factory on um at Star Wars, man. Uh, my right. Star Wars head's no talking about. Apple. Yeah, watch the Adams Apple, fellas. Don't fuck yeah. up. Well, um, you gotta also think about that. You know, the Republican Party or or whoever they gotta have the. I mean, every political party has their own sex symbols, right? Yeah. So. I mean, Ann Coulter and Sarah Palin is is the best they got. It is, so man. They got to roll with. Cause like number three is like Michelle Bachman, oh. and then number four is probably some dude. Like there's no women <laughs> over there, dude. You can't be against. <laughs> yes. You can't be against vaginas and then think women gonna come sign up for your fucking party. That's not how it works. No. I hate those people. Anyway, I'm sorry, Republicans listening to this. Y'all know how I feel. Um. All right, so. Karen, uh, she was sick and we were in the hospital and stuff. We're not sick, but she had an operation. We were in the hospital. So we're, we're back home and she still had this balloon <laughs> from when we were in the hospital, like get well soon. Right. And we took it home. We had it around the house for a few days and stuff. And, um, eventually, you know, we had to, uh, you know, I, I, we were about to leave the house today and I'm looking over there cause you know, I've been cleaning up the clutter downstairs <laughs> and shit. I've been doing all the Mr. Mom stuff and I'm like, yo, this this balloon gotta go. <laughs> like I like she not she not like taking care of it or nothing or putting it anywhere. This shit was floating around by the alarm sensor and shit. I'm like I'm gonna fuck around and come home. They are gonna call us or I'm gonna be at work. They are gonna call me like someone broke in. You know what I mean? It's but gonna I be that fucking. 
balloon. <laughs> so I was, we were leaving the house and it was right by the door, right? It was right by the doors we were leaving the house. So I opened the door to go outside. Karen's in front of me. And I just lightly, you know, tapped the balloon right on outside the door. I was hurt. And Karen's like, no. I was like, no what? I was mad at <laughs> you. So fucking balloon. She I was know. hurt, dog. She was hurt like she was a three year old. <laughs> and that shit float. went floating off at the, at the parade. <laughs> I did. I watched it go up in the air and shit. I had to. I had to appeal to her common sense, like baby. It's a. It's a balloon. It's not coming it back. My it's, childhood back. I'm sorry. I was like, how long are you gonna keep it? And so we let it go. And then, just like a kid, about two seconds after we let it go and it started floating away, she's like, oh, look at it. It's still got helium. It's floating. <laughs> she was like, she she changed the whole tune, dog. Um, and the thing is, man, I didn't feel bad about it because, like, if I walked out of my house and I would have just threw, like, a piece of paper on the ground, I would have been like, damn, that's fucked up. But I realized, man, it's not litter if it floats. So, like, the fact that that shit floated away, I didn't feel anything. No, it didn't went away. And I was fine after it was out of sight. I mean, I'm sure it'll come down at some point, but I couldn't believe I was just like, oh, why don't I feel bad about that, man? But, uh, yeah, so that shit gone, dog. I couldn't believe Karen was hurt, man. I was. It's like, come on, man. We're going to fuck around and the cops going to be at our house talking about somebody broke in. It's going to be hey, that damn balloon. you hold on to the memory of that fucking balloon. And, and, and if I, I may, Karen, can I, can, I, can I serenade you real quick with just one line of a song? Yes. You are not alone. <laughs> I am here with you. Thank you. Don't you fall away because that's that balloon carrying. That nigga go. He's gone, dog. <laughs> oh, man. He go far away. It was it that on my childhood back. Well, it was that, uh, it was that or I was popping that shit. No, don't pop it. I'd rather you see, let it go. I thought you'd like to see it free. <laughs> yes. But yeah, we got rid of that balloon, man. Um, so you guys been seeing these Weight Watcher commercials that Charles Barkley's been doing? Yes. I yeah, I've seen a couple of them. I've seen those. All right. Well, he he does. He's he's the new spokesperson for Weight Watchers, uh, but he's trying to make it manly. It's man. It's losing it's men losing weight because you know mm-hmm. normally Weight Watchers has like a, a stigma attached to it that women order meals and then they uh you know microwave them and they lose weight because only women. You know, as far as America's concerned, it's not mainly to be concerned about your weight and all that stuff. And I think they have a good point, and that's a good campaign, too. The only problem is this. Um, are these shits going to make me talk like Charles Barkley? Because that nigga can't mm-hmm. talk, dog. And anytime somebody's a spokesperson <laughs> and they can barely fucking talk, that is not a good look for your product, dog. Mm-hmm. Like, I was listening to this dude, like, come on, man. Is this, do these shits come with, like, speech lessons? Because this shit, I don't know if I want to lose weight if I'm going to end up talking like you, Charles. I need you to get your shit straight first, man. Like, you, like, wow. yeah, I'm going to see if I can find the, the video real quick. But, like, how you going to sell me something and I don't, I need, like, uh, some type of caption, closed caption underneath what you're talking about, dude. Like, <laughs> I'm sitting up here, like, what is he selling? He's angry. You know how Barkley be. You're like, hey, lose weight like a man. I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? Go ahead. <laughs> Can you please break this shit down, bruh? But, uh, it, and then also they caught him off the air saying, saying that Weight Watchers was a scam. It was the best scam he's ever had. Oh, Lord. Check. <laughs> All right, hold on. I got the video right here. But this nigga, man, I can't believe they trust him to sell their shit, dog. 
oh, let me uh, take this shit off mute real quick. But, like, he comes out in all black, you know, supposed to be looking like a badass and like shit. Like Jennifer Hudson, yes. Yeah, but, but you know, I mean, Charles Barkley is, is scary, but he's not, you know, pitch man scary. He's, he's a different type of scary for you. Um, but, yeah, so he comes out and he's like, hey, you know, listen, listen to your boy. Hear that badass blues riff and shit. Down, 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 down. Garage band. I've been called Fat Boy, the bread truck. I've been called Sir Conference, and I earned those names. Now I want to talk about a different name, Weight Watchers. That's right, I said it. Weight Watchers has a plan for men that's easier than you think. I've lost 23 pounds, and I'm just getting started. Guys, if the round mile can slim down, so can you. Lose like a man. Go to WeightWatchers.com and join for free. Now... All right. First of all, like I said, he he need to get some little speech therapy. Get it, get it clear. But I like what he's for. But do y'all? And this is a question I'm gonna open up to the whole room. I would like to know. Um, and I'll actually start with you, Mister Moody. You say you work out a lot. Do you think when these celebrities sign up for Weight Watchers that they're actually doing the plan, or do you think they just hire like a physical trainer, got a personal chef, and they do the shit, you know, privately their own way? Okay. Now, now this is what I'll say. I think it's kind of like a mixture. Here's the thing. This is Charles Barkley, if that nigga has ever had one Weight Watchers dinner, I will give somebody my car. <laughs> I, I will give a nigga my car. Just This is fucking Rod, Karen, create some new shit, take Moody's car. Like, he, he's never done that. Some, he's lost weight. First of all, Weight Watchers, look, food is not going to simply help you lose weight. Mm-hmm. Cardio... And muscle resistance loses weight, right? Right. Everybody knows Charles Barkley doesn't. He doesn't work out like that. So I don't know his diet or whatever. But this is this is the thing that I'll say. I think that the celebrities that they pick, they just pick at that. It's kind of like like putting your hand in a. They're just pulling out a number. Mm-hmm. Who's the hottest at this time? We have mm-hmm. to remember TNT basketball with Charles Barkley. That shit is on fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's on fire. So they said, we're going to take Charles. It's just like I saw a commercial. They had some shit like, um, it's the elevator shoe. Are you tired of getting rejected by women because you're five foot four? Well, how about we five foot ten? <laughs> and the woman, it's so much bullshit that Charles Barkley does not take Weight Watchers. Right. I guarantee you. Maybe they sent it to him. Maybe he tried it. Charles Barkley is a fucking alcoholic. Right. He, he you, you're not, you can't drink. That's most of your weight comes from hard liquor. If you like, if you eat healthy and you drink hard liquor, you might as well eat a rib and drink a beer. So <laughs> I, I don't, I don't personally believe that, Rod. I don't. I think that they take people that are already in in shape. Right. Like somebody them, that's already trying to lose weight. Yeah, and they then, tell them to yeah. promote something. That's the way that I look at it. That's what I think, too. Greg, what about you? Uh, it's, I think, uh, I I agree that it's a, it's a little bit of a scam. And I don't think he, I don't think he uses it at all. Um, I, I, like it, um, like I said, I think he, he may have tried it once and it's terrible. I've, I've tried Weight Watchers food. It's all terrible. Um, and, 
you know, I uh, he he's lost weight before. He's lost a bunch of weight before. I don't uh, before like this Weight Watchers thing. I think it was like a couple of years ago yeah. where it was played out on ABM TNT. Um, yeah, I remember to that. Where he lost a bunch of weight. So, you know, it's not like he he needed Nutrisystem. I mean, uh, well, there's another one, but uh, Weight Watchers. I think they're just. It was just uh, they're they're getting him to uh, endorse the product. I think that's what it is mostly. Mm -hmm. Then than him trying to uh trying to actually lose weight uh karen what do you think you think he's on that weight watchers or you think he's uh just bullshitting us uh it's, it's a kind of combination of both uh i do think that they probably sent him the product mm -hmm. but he has enough money to where he can buy real food and have people cook him real shit and have a personal trainer beside him when he wake up in the morning for his every step and every move so i think that they paid him to basically endorse the product, go around and say, hey, uh, I promote this product. But a lot of people don't read the little small fine print up underneath the things like these results ain't actual. And you need to exercise besides spending all your money on our food. Yeah. A lot of people ignore that shit. They just like you said, they just think they get a box full of food, eat that shit. The weight post will disappear. You didn't you didn't get it that quick. So it ain't going to go away that quick. Yeah, they probably eat right. them like appetizers and shit, too. Yeah, like it ain't nothing. Yeah, like I, I'm still going to Wendy's, but um, I'm, let me polish off my weight watches first yes i, I take I, care I, of the diet you know i had five you know five uh, points today you know this burger gonna clear off the rest of them <laughs> right but um right. all right yeah go ahead. Right, go ahead no 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 go ahead moody it's fine so i i think that um another thing just remember you know everybody dieting you know i'm not trying to sound like a health nobody wants to train with me because my shit is a mixture of hardcore shit and and drinking so <laughs> i don't have the perfect workout plan but let's remember this People, when you buy frozen shit, it has to be preserved, mm -hmm. right? They're putting all of, the, all of the preservatives in it right now. They're creating new preservatives, but the number one preservative for everything from back, back in the day when our mother's mother's grand is salt, is sodium. So you're looking at the calories because the shit says, oh, this is only 250. Nigga, that shit got motherfucking 1,800 milligrams of salt in it, nigga. Right. So I'm getting I'm getting the calories from it, but I'm getting bloated from the salt. Right. So that 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 Weight Watchers shit, I'm not going to say it's bullshit at all. But what I'm going to say is, there's a different kind of discipline. There's not a miracle food. There's not a miracle pill. There's nothing like that. If you have to totally embody a 360 degree regimen to get yourself down. So Charles. Thumbs down, my nigga. Yeah, I'm, now here's what I think. I think, one, he's got a trainer. Two, he's got personal chefs. Mm -hmm. If you ever, you, you want me to believe it, Charles, I'm going to need a video. Fuck all these videos of you dressed in all black I'm in a black background, you, talking and all that shit. Here's what I need to see. Operate a microwave, nigga. Let me see you operating that microwave and then <laughs> eating that shit out the damn plastic container. And then I'll be, I might believe you somewhat and be like, well, at least he had a bite of that shit. Yeah, and I don't think a bite of that shit has ever crossed his lips, dog. You know, ever. I in the, in the same thing with uh, Jennifer Hudson, I won't see. I won't see you seeing the three minutes and fifty five seconds that that shit is cooking. Yeah, I don't believe it, dog. If that's what you want, like that would be a better commercial. Is just them sitting around singing or playing basketball yes. for three minutes, so that you know and then that open up the microwave and then eat that shit. If y'all niggas out here believing these niggas, that's your fault. Believing this yeah. shit you see on TV. Don't be fooled, man. It ain't. Don't be mad at me for opening up the eyes. This shit is. This shit. 
is fake. Yeah, they just paying him. He said it's the best scam I ever had, dog. He said that shit on camera. And you sitting up here talking about, yeah, Rod, man, you fuck, you hate Charles Barkley. I love Charles Barkley. Yes, That's what we do. That used to be my favorite player in the NBA, dude. But it, I, that don't mean he ain't full of shit. People in general ain't shit. Yeah. And just because you selling some Weight Watchers don't make you not shit. Yep. You know? And he oh, said he is. And also because I don't believe in what you say, it doesn't mean I hate you, brother. It just means it's a disagreement. Yeah. I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to agree with everything someone says because I'm feeling them. That's just right. crazy shit. Right. And I would be honest. If he was in this room right now, I'd say I believed him because that nigga is big as shit. But as soon, <laughs> as, soon as he left, though, I'd be like, that nigga was lying like a motherfucking dog. Yeah. He was lying the whole time. And he said he's not a role model, people. He said it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and uh, I would under add to that. Uh, you know, if, uh, you know, people don't believe that, uh, Barkley is actually doing this whole thing with the Weight Watchers. There is, I also believe there is no way that um, Janet Jackson is doing the Nutrisystem thing. Say that again. I've seen, I've seen those commercials, and you know, uh, I, I just I was thinking that when Rod first asked the question, like, does the Weight Watchers make you talk like Barkley? You know, I was wondering if if Nutrisystem would make make uh women start talking like janet jackson or slash greg i'm very happy you said that there, there's something that we need to take into account though to be completely honest is anytime you look at the elite of something like anytime you look at elite sports or you know it doesn't matter what it is it could be podcasting they do one thing i will say to be the elite of something you have a different kind of discipline. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, this is what I think is unfair about all of these diet shits when you pick celebrities. Listen, if you told Mr. Moody, hey, nigga, you need to lose. You know, we pay you, Mr. Moody, $25 million a year. You need to get on the celebrity and lose it. I have a discipline. It takes a discipline to record a record for 20 hours straight. Right. It takes a discipline to be a basketball, a football play. It takes a particular discipline. So what they're doing is they are picking highly disciplined people to promote a product to people that don't have that kind of discipline. I agree. So what happens is if Jesus Christ just come down and say, hey, look, Rod, hey, nigga, put these sneakers on. You've run a mile in fucking 10 seconds. Like, what a shit. That's from Jesus Christ. But you know what? You're not going to run it in 10 seconds. It's impossible. You don't have the trainers. You don't have the particular discipline. Right. I think if you want to promote anything that, that has to do with, like, dietary or whatever you want to do, get some regular niggas. And don't do that Photoshop shit, because nowadays with technology, nigga, we see that Photoshop. Right. <laughs> on his body, yes. but his, his face is pale. Right. So they're, they're picking highly disciplined people to push product to people that weren't born with that discipline. And that's not cool. Seriously. Yeah. You know, it's funny also, man, because um, I see a couple of people like, well, he probably did it, but he didn't. No, I'm saying, listen, this is what I'm saying in explicit terms. He didn't do this shit. I'm saying he has a chef that makes his meals for him. Yeah. He has, he has fucking, uh, access to trainers and a workout regimen. Then most he's people been, don't have access he's to. He's been in the top 1% of people in the world in physical, 
uh abilities he's been there this is not new for him Mm -mm. he just basically got a good reason to get back on this grind i know that nigga owed a casino a ton of money back in the day maybe he just said it was like yo y'all pay off this debt i'll lose the the 50 pounds yes and y'all just say the shit is on y'all just make sure them checks come in brother that's all it is man it's not you know like and i'm not saying that um everyone can do it but i'm just saying he has the access to do it he just hadn't had a reason to now he getting paid there's a reason you know what i mean let's let's not kid ourselves people um okay another thing uh mr moody kind of brought this up earlier and i was talking to and i'm and, and the thing is i I, I'm, I feel a similar way i was talking to my boy bomani uh I, and he was talking about it and i feel a similar way and i was thinking somebody needs to create this shit for us people like me and you i have a hard time with typical uh sympathy the way that most people express it not saying that i'm not sympathetic um it's just that uh the way i express it might not be uh uniform to what you normally see in society so um for me you know if i see somebody uh is is sick or sad or something you know there's times i want to reach out but i don't know really know what to say i don't have the right words and then you know you go around to the the store you look at these hallmark sympathy cards and they just don't seem authentic it's not shit that i would say Mm -mm. you know what i mean it's like i like even like um there's been people that are like yo my um you know my cousin died and i'll just you know all i know to say is like i'm sorry or uh my condolences which i'm not sure is the right word because i always feel get that confused with my congratulations like i don't know if it's like i ain't trying to dish your cousin dog i want you to just take it whatever the good way is take that shit you know whatever right so i was thinking man somebody need to come up with a line of sympathy cards for niggas like us and I'm and I and I was thinking like what would I put on the card you know because I'm trying to put some real shit my real emotions what I really feel not no corny shit like one day the sun will shine no, no. that's not how I talk mm-hmm. no one would believe if I called you on the phone and said that you'd be like Rod you full of shit man I appreciate you trying to think about me in my time <laughs> of grief but you don't talk like that nope so I was thinking man we need some cards that say stuff like nigga shit you know what I mean. <laughs> Like dot dot dot, damn! Like I would like, and you know what? I would not be offended by that card because you know, if I got that from you, and you know, I was like, yeah, man, I was in the hospital for knee surgery, and then I got a card from you a couple of days later that was like, man, that's fucked up. I would understand. Me too. Yeah. So I think somebody need to create that, man. Damn, that's fucked up. Shit. Fuck. You like those? Just the one word. It don't even have to be a lot of words. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe a sad face or something. I would get it, man. I, I think more somebody needs to get on top of this shit and invent it because I I need I need to express my sympathy without feeling corny as fuck, man. I, I, you know what? I love that idea. And instead of Hallmark, it could be something like Real Talk Mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, hey, nigga, look. I told you, niggas that deal drugs catch slugs. Now that nigga's dead, but by the way, I'll let your boy later. Right. It's real shit. Real nigga <laughs> shit. Like, yo, you do the wrong thing, you catch an L, you're not waiting for me to cry. Imagine the card like this. Hey, dog, how you doing? Everything good? Nah, I'm not really sad. You know I'm not sad, right? But here's the whole thing. I know that y'all can't pay for the funeral, and I just wanted to send y'all some public assistance information www dot i think people would actually embrace that and we can also open up a couple of eyes like yo dude 
I'm not going to say that I'm I'm tortured by something through a card because the thing about cards is how often have you all come across a card that really said what you wanted it? Right. Say? Never. No. And especially in a sympathy situation, man, you want to convey that type of understanding. But at the same time, like I said, you may not have the, you may not be able to find the right words. So, you know, uh, my dude, damn, like that shit could work, man. I, at least I would like poor, it. Poor looking for my homie. Right. And I would understand it. I would yeah. understand it every time I'd be like, yo, I, I know what you mean, dude. Just not much you can say. Cause well, you don't, you don't have much to say. The one idea I have for, uh, one idea I have for cars is, just, uh, just on the front of the card, it'll say "damn," and then on the inside, it'll have you know those cards where like when you open it, it plays the song, but instead of when you open, it, you just hear that. This, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you, like instead of that shit playing a song, you open it up, it's like, man, shit. <laughs> yeah, yo, that was hot. Now, I, that shit would be dope, Greg. Hey, man, I think we we got we came onto a, a business idea, dog. We about to get paid. Oh, um, <laughs> all right, man. Last uh, last thing I want to talk about before we get into some articles, because we got some heavy shit to talk about here. Um, but this random thought, man. Um, is it me, man? Or are, are people a little too uptight about their internet privacy? Like a little, just a little too uptight. Because if you're on social networking, social media. You're trying to express yourself. You're trying to get yourself out there, whether you believe it or not, subliminally or not. You you are trying to be heard, you know. And this is tar. This is backlash to targeted advertisement. Like they're like, oh man, when you log into Google on Gmail, they could tell what you've been searching for, and then they tell you like they target ads towards you. So, you know, the ad will be like, okay, uh, Mr. Moody, you've been looking up basketball uh, clothes. Well, here is a ad for EastBay.com where they sell basketball shoes. And, and, I, and I've been listening, you know, different people, you know, uh, complaining about, you know, uh, uh, first world problems. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm sure it's a nigga that's not eating in Somalia right now. Like, nigga, I wish I had a laptop or the Internet or some shit to complain about. But, um right. So I'm looking at it, man, and I, you know, it's it's like, if it's is that really so bad though? Because like, first of all, I saw the movie Minority Report, and and I like that shit. I like when Tom Cruise was walking through the the mall. That shit would pop up and be like, "Hey, dog, you st- you want these pleated khaki pants? You know, you was looking at them last week. I like that shit." Um, and then also like, if I'm looking for shit, I want it to start directing me towards shit that I like. If anything, it's not invasive enough. Right. Cause it doesn't take it to the level where I like I'm searching for ratchet shit when I look for these articles. You know what I mean? Like I like they should be doing my work for me. I would like to log into my Gmail and that shit to be like, oh man, Walker Flocka got a new video out. It's ratchet as fuck. <laughs> Time to make some jokes. You know, I need that shit. Uh, uh, pornography. Like I I should have been known about this xnxxx.com. Yeah. What, what was Google at for that shit? I had to wait till I talked to Mr. Moody to find out about that, man. Google should be on top of these things, man. So I, I think I would like to, uh, I think I'm, I'm for targeted ads. Uh, and I'll go around the room and get y'all's opinion. Karen, are you for the targeted ads that use your, uh, you know, your, your Google search engine to find out what kind of stuff you might like? Yes and no. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yes, for the simple fact that it is targeted, you know, towards me and things that I've searched for in the past. No, because sometimes I want to see everything, and I don't want you to dictate or tell me where I should go. I want to be able to have the right to go out there and search for my own shit. Mm. So you want to search for your own stuff rather than have somebody help you search for it? To an extent, yeah. Like, I, like, I don't mind a targeted ass. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, I don't want to log, like to say, log on Google and have one search engine. Log off Google and have another search engine. Okay. Well, you know what I see when I go on Gmail? You know what I see often? What? The blackguytips.com store. Oh. Yeah. I see our ads all the time. I'm like, shit, this is good. Buy some shit, nigga. You've been searching <laughs> for it. Uh, what about you, Mr. Moody? What do you think, man? Is it too much? They're getting into our business too much? I, I think it's just really, um, listen, I look at everything kind of bottom line. I'm like this, dude, they got that information anyway. True, now. Right. that's they, true. They got it. It <laughs> is true. what it is. So you can, you can either bend over or you can fight the inmates off in the cell. It's like, <laughs> it's my, my thing is like this. I kind of agree with Rod. I, I, and I absolutely feel what Karen is saying. There's sometimes when, um, you know, I have a nine-year-old daughter, so I, you know, on my PCs in my house, absolutely no porn, no this, nothing crazy, whether she's home or not home. But on my iPhone, right? God bless the iPhone. <laughs> so on my iPhone, X, you know, the, the the porn site I told you about, it is sometimes. I think it just depends on more of how I'm feeling that that day. Sometimes I, I go to my thing and I put an X because I may be looking for X-ray. Right. And that shit goes, X double in, nigga. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, really, I've I'm been like, there. Damn, son. I wasn't even in that mode, but I think what we all have to understand, <laughs> they know yes. what you do anyway. So it kind of comes down to what do you want? Rod likes convenience. He He's like, he's kind of like me. I'm like, look. I watch. I, I don't get a chance to watch a lot of television, so um, my thing is like this. When I go on the NBA, I do put NBA.com on my phone. I would like to put NB and all the basketball scores pop up. Right. I would like to look for pussy online and all the pussy pop up. Right. But I think it's just ah. a, it's a temperamental thing. Like, how are you feeling that day? Because sometimes we could go for something one day, if that makes any sense. Like. We could go something for something one day when the next day we're kind of like, how the fuck them niggas know that shit? <laughs> right. And my thing is, dog, you putting shit on the Internet already. Like, if you was that uptight about your personal information, you wouldn't do it. Like, I can see if now I can see if, like, maybe you went on Twitter, you never said your name and whatever shit. And then somebody just hit you on Twitter one day and was like. Yeah, uh, James Moody, what up, my nigga? Um, I know you live at 313 Park Place Road, and uh, you're supposed to be playing ball at 3.30 today. I see you at the court. Now, okay, cool. That, that's what that's Siri too does, much. right? That's her job. No, that's not what Siri does. <laughs> <laughs> if Siri do that shit, then y'all dating. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Don't you hit the button and she just tell you your date? You ask Siri enough questions and she start, y'all niggas go out after that. Y'all go together. <laughs> Like we go together, but um, nah. I I mean, I I can see if it, if if like some shit was happening, like uh, it was in that Will Smith movie, where uh he was running from Homeland Security and shit. I could get that, but for the most part, I just see these like it's such a first world problem. Like motherfuckers are comparing or are complaining about the fact that like somebody is you know saying you know you like uh Nikes, check out Nike dot com. 
the fuck do you right right like, and, and you know what <laughs> you know what's funny like i saw on twitter and i'm not into the look i don't do no twitter beef all that shit is right. hilarious so i don't i don't fuck around with that at all but let me tell you something i saw a guy i was going up my timeline the other day and 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 cousin ed you're probably on vocal listening to the show, even if you're not. I love you, Cuzzo, because without you, there's no podcast, because I don't fuck with none of the technical shit you fuck with. Listen, I saw a chick, Rod and Karen, and Greg, she's on Twitter, and she was like, you know what, man? Kind of matter-of-factly type shit. She was like, you know what? By the time I'm 22, yeah, when I graduate out of school, my gift to myself is going to be liposuction, fake titties, and some shit. Hmm. Okay. So now when she puts in something, you know, when when they read her IP address and they send her all these ads and all that shit, don't get mad, nigga. You, you want that <laughs> you put it out there. So when you open up your email, hey, free tits, 15% off, all that other stuff. <laughs> we like to, what we like to Buy do Buy one, get is, the other one free. <laughs> but, but you know what, though? We want to be very selective, like... And all of us do it to a degree. Everybody does it. Like, we want to, on, on one hand, we want to say, well, I'm on Twitter. And I'm going to tell these niggas my throat hurt. My throat hurt. I think I'm feeling sick today. I don't think I'm a... And then, on the other hand, we don't want a medical company sending us information about your throat. Right. I don't get it, it man. Is, it is what it is, almost. That, and, you know, and, and that's true. And to, and to an extent, I... Like I said, I, I agree and I disagree because it's like I'm, I'm almost like, where do you draw the line that the internet ain't fucking sleeping right next to you I and wake you. up in your face yes. going, you you yes. you want some orange juice? You had some orange juice yesterday. You want some Captain Crunch? Let me feed your ass too. You're like, no. So I guess my question then, um, and I'll, I'll go to Greg because we haven't heard from him first. But what is this scenario where it is too much? Uh, man, uh, where it be too much? I guess is if uh. I, for me personally, it's too far if, like, you start getting, you know, people, sometimes you, you get annoyed by, like, telemarketers calling your house phone. Mm-hmm. But I know more people now who don't have one. No, nope, but they, they got cell phones cell phone. now. But, they, but if they start calling your cell phone. They do. Like, more, well, I mean, they haven't called me yet. I yeah, guess. they haven't called me either. Okay. If it happens with, if it happens with, with me, you know, that, I think that would be too far to where an internet search turns into a phone call. But it, but other than that, like the target advertising really doesn't bother me. Um, I, I guess what bothers me more is that they're inaccurate. You know, I mean, just because um, I gave Tyler Perry a chance and saw Diary of a Mad Black Woman eight years ago does not mean I want to see ads for every Tyler Perry. Movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind of like my Netflix suggestion queue. Oh yeah, like Karen I, I be fucking that up. Karen <laughs> takes my Netflix. And you know I don't really participate in these hood ratchet ass films. You know it's just not not it's not my taste. Okay, personally I prefer to watch good movies and shit. But Karen's like fuck that. I want to watch bad movies. And so I go to Netflix and it suggests some shit and it's always some bullshit I don't want to watch. I don't get mad at Netflix. I'm like that's good. I'm glad that y'all are on your job and actually suggesting shit that I might like to do. And I'm glad that Google's on their job and shit too. And if they're selling my, my, uh, they're like, oh, they're going to sell your information to, uh, these companies, these advertisers, and they're going to, then they're going to target ads towards you. First of all, that's good. First of all, number one, good. Target me because this is normally shit that I'm looking for. It's actually the best advertisement ever. It's better than a Sunday paper. Now, as far as. Ah! 
now as far as the other part of it where it's like well they selling their ads isn't that isn't that dirty that they're selling your information how the fuck are they supposed to make money what way would you be comfortable with them making money you gave away your fucking information you the one putting your phone numbers on facebook your addresses i don't do that shit no nope. but you did or you the one on twitter that use your real name and stuff like that and now you mad at twitter because twitter said hey man we need to come up off of this somehow you thought they never were going to come up? Like, they got to make a move at some point. So I can't be mad at them, dude. I, I think nerds go way too fucking far when they hate on this shit. Yeah, I use my real name, and it's not a – it doesn't bother me at all. Like, I, I get – I got some spam today about a Walmart gift card. Like, I'm not upset about it. Um, you know, I just try to get rid of it, delete it. I mean, I don't – I mean, I don't care about – I mean, I do go to Walmart, but – I'm not going to fill out some random survey just to get a gift card, but it doesn't like really bother me. Um, so I, yeah, it's, I think just people are like a little, uh, just a little, just too sensitive about it. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just, it's not a big deal. I agree with you. And it's very typical of, it's just that delusion of, you know, when you look at even, I think a really good example is you look at like, um, like a Kim Kardashian or you look at people that want to, okay, let me get this straight. You want to get fucked, do the video, put the video out, but you don't want nobody coming at you. You don't want nobody to say, well, damn, she fuck on videotape. Let me holler at this motherfucker right here, nigga. Right. Or you don't want nobody calling you a hoe. You can't have it both ways. Like, right. When you, put your, when you put your information out there, it is what it is. Yeah. But just for everybody's information, your information has never been safe. So if you see something that is really like crazy, you know that, you know, now I had a viral infection many years ago and it shot my blood pressure through the roof. I have perfect blood, perfect everything. So it shot my blood pressure through the roof. So the doctor was like, dude, I'm going to give you these pills. I said, yo, I don't take medical pills. I don't do those. He was like, well, I'm going to give it to you and just take them for 30 days. Well, I take the fucking pills, man. I do the online prescription. I take the pills. All of a sudden, I'm getting shit online like, yo, Jeffrey, are your balls hurting? <laughs> <laughs> because you can, you can take you can take Icovac and you can stop the swelling in your balls. And I'm looking at my balls like, yo, dog, my balls don't hurt. shit on Pornhub. Can they target some searches towards me? Because I would appreciate that shit, my friends. I'm tired of having to circle cycle. Links on the website. If we could put all of our individual links on the porn website, oh, that would be wonderful. This bitch would be driving Bentleys by next Monday. <laughs> For real. I'm like, yo, man, I'm always big up in y'all Pornhub. Just put a, the Blackout Test banner on the top, please. So big up Pornhub. 
I had a lot of great moments off them niggas too. Yeah, we appreciate it. We appreciate the diligence and the hard work, Pornhub. I'm not gonna shade you in public like everybody else. Mm-hmm. I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, man. Let's get into some articles, man. And we got. Um, I think I'll start with the heavy topic now, and then we can move into some of the um, funnier stuff and all that later on in the show. Um, so I don't know if. I know, uh, Mr. Moody, you talk about how you don't really watch uh, a lot of these um, uh, reality shows and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, w- and me and Karen, we've watched some of them. I don't watch them all because mm-hmm. it really is too much. Yes, it is. But, you know, I and I know I have the, the gene, whatever it is, that when I watch Ratchetness, I, like, part of me is like, yeah, man, you know, I, I, I got to check this whole thing out. So I, a lot of shows I don't even start. No. Because it's like, you know, people's like, yo, man, you need to get on that love and hip hop. I'm like, man, but if I do, I'll need to watch it all. So I can't because I, I can't. I'm not like you. I can't pick it up and quit. Jeans. Yeah, I got the completionist gene. Mm-hmm. So um, one of the stars from the second season of Flavor of Love, which is one of the best reality shows of all time. Yes, because it is. It was a it was actually a joke on the audience mm-hmm. because it was like, honestly, you really think these women want Flav? Flavor Flav, really big ass clock. Come on, really. Dog. I've never. I've been alive. Sixty-six 30, years old. Got twenty-two year old women going after his ugly ass. Word. I've been alive thirty-three years. Uh, Mr. Moody, how long you been alive? Uh, forty-two years. Forty-two as of yesterday. What about you, Mr. Hurd? Uh, I, I'll be twenty-eight in March. Okay, Karen's also I about to I be. Hate you, Hurd. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Karen is about right. to be. Karen's about to be thirty-three. Also. Yep. Um, have you ever heard a woman not on TV say some shit like, mm, that damn Flavor Flav, what I wouldn't do? Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah, never. <laughs> never. You never heard that shit. Oh, no. So no. the fact that they made a TV show out of it was great because it was just like, this is, is you could have inserted anyone from Flavor Flav, but it was really getting to the point of the argument, which is, these women would do anything to be famous and to be on TV. Yes. You know what I mean? That's really what that show taught you if, you, if you didn't know already. So, apparently, London Delicious Charles... Um, the winner of the second season of Flavor Love, the winner, even though there's like, you know, she didn't actually get married to him. You know how they do that. Um, but you know, gay people still can't get married because, you know, uh, us, us, us straight people are doing such a good job not making a mockery of it. So since then, she has settled into the married life and she's been married to this dude named Orlando Brown. Um, and she did an interview on TV or on the internet or something. And I got to play this because I was shocked, man. She basically talks about and admits to uh, she was raped when she was 18. And, wow. and, 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 and it's like a odd conversation because it's treated so casually by everyone in the room. Um, and, I, you know, we'll get into that part later. But then her husband says something that's just really shocking, man. So let me go ahead and play this real quick and we could talk about it. So the, the lady asked her, like, how did you, you know, how did you get raped? And now she's about to go into it. Her husband's standing over a pot, like, cooking some food or something. So they're all in the kitchen. I don't know if it's a cooking show or just an interview or what. But, you know, they, they, they decided, okay, this is the time that we're going to talk about this thing. I was in high school. And I had the biggest crush on this guy who was 
10 years my senior. But he, for some reason, then it didn't seem like a pedophile, but I didn't know any of them. I don't know why, because I was smart in school. But still, he used to hang around the high school or whatever. And he had a nice car, and he dressed really nice. He had on his feet lives and his track suits and stuff. And that was cool back then or whatever. And um, I had a crush on him. And he knew it, so I guess he took advantage of it. So he would have me to come by every now and then, but I never went past his front door. I would always just go up, you know, to the porch or whatever. And it was real innocent. Until one day, I snuck, and I shouldn't have. I, um, I asked my auntie, I said, auntie, can I go um, with my friend or whatever? We're just going to go around to the store or whatever. I knew he was going to take me over to his house. She didn't know it was a guy. Stay. She knew it was a guy, but my aunt was different than my mom. My, I, I would only get to see him when I went to visit my aunt. Because at my mom, I couldn't she didn't know how old he was. She didn't. No, she didn't. She never saw him. She saw him, but he looked young. Uh -huh. He looked young. He looked like... So her mom wouldn't let her hang out with this dude because he was older than her. She was 18. And, you know, at the time he was a grown ass man uh, trying to holler at an 18 year old. She had a crush on him, you know, a school crush. Her aunt, apparently, I guess when she went down to aunt's house, her aunt didn't give a fuck. She let him, you know, she let her go out with the dude or whatever. And uh, I think that's kind of common. We have a lot of aunts and uncles and shit that try to be the cool aunt and uncle. Yep. You know, that dude is just like, oh, no, no, I'm not like your mama. I'm cool. You can go ahead and do that shit, girl. You know, so whatever. They they let this happen. All right. Or at least they let her go on dates. I'm not blaming them for letting it happen. But they, they let her go hang out with this dude that she probably wouldn't have been hanging out with if her mom had her say. When you were 18. I was 18. Uh -huh. Yeah. But, um... When we got to his house, and what was even more terrible was that this was a place that he shared with a woman, but I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. And so, um, no, I was 18. I didn't know that he shared that place. I wouldn't have wanted that at all. Now, that was, that was now you can kind of hear her husband right there say a little bit of sideways comment like, you know, yeah, he was sharing. Like she said, she went down this dude's house. He shared it with a woman, uh, so the dude apparently had a girlfriend or somebody. Or a roommate or something. Yeah, well, yeah. somebody that he was, you know, romantically involved with. Okay. And she's like, I wouldn't have gone down there. If I would have known. Yeah, and her husband kind of voiced, like, some disagreement on some, like, nah, you, you say that, but you would have went, like, so, okay, all right, this is your husband, though, all right. I would have been real ignorant. I was not an ignorant young lady. So, and I wasn't experienced like that either, you know, so I don't want anybody to make fun or was, you know, mistake that for anything that it was not because that wasn't the case. So right now, she's kind of passively, aggressively talking to her husband when she hit, put that answer out there like, look, I wasn't ignorant like that. I wasn't out in them streets like that. I wasn't sexually experienced like that. Why would I lie and say I didn't want to be, you know, I didn't know all this was going on in his house if I would have, you know, and then would have went down there. So, you know, apparently her husband doesn't believe this shit, but this is what she's saying, you know. Anyway, I um, I went upstairs and we sat down and he had music playing. It was Jodeci, Diary of a Mad Band. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget that CD, but one song on there sounded like it was playing rock music. And it was real, real loud. And he had made us both daiquiris. Now, I wasn't drinking. I was only 18 years old. But that day, that daiquiri had alcohol in it. I could smell it. Mm -hmm. So I knew he had some kind of plan going on because I said, no, I don't want this. This is kind of strong or whatever. And now I'm nervous because I had not been in the company of a grown man. Mm -hmm. Not a teenage boy of my same age, but a grown man at the same, mm -hmm. you know, in the same setting. Nobody else there. Mm -hmm. I was actually nervous of what was happening because he was trying to get me to drink. Mm -hmm. And he was... He's silly. 
<laughs> so her husband said something else sideways. I couldn't really hear what he said, but he tried to make like kind of light of the situation, you know. Uh, and then she, you know, she kind of played it off and said he's being silly and tried to laugh it off, right? But you know, for those keeping count, second sideways remark that he's made uh, since she started telling this story. And uh, and and to some extent, I can I understand how people react to something like this because it's so fucked up. And I know me as a person that uh, like I sometimes I have trouble accessing those type of re- emotions, so I'll react with humor to try to like throw it off. But you know, in this circumstance, it's really like gallows humor or whatever, right? But I'm I was giving him the benefit of that, like, well, maybe he's just uncomfortable talking about this and. You know, he's trying to make light of it, whatever. You know, I'm sure this isn't the first time he's heard this story and whatnot. That's what I was going with. He took it right out of the beat and said, that's hot. And she made a hand gesture like he tried to go in her shirt. And she was pushing his hands off of her like, you know, like I'm not this is not what I'm here for. Oh, sound like he said that's hot. But, and and there's, there's a lot of laughing going on like this shit is all good, though. I'm not understanding that. Yeah, and, either. And like uh, someone was bringing that up on because I talked about this on Twitter yesterday. Someone was bringing up the fact that, you know, there's. The, this this laughing and joking and i was like well maybe her like i said maybe her husband's uncomfortable with it um she seems to be able to talk about it with some sort of uh um i don't i don't know how how what word to put it with it like i don't know not nonchalant but just she's able to talk about it without being like i'm broken by it and i was like i don't want to dictate how somebody who's been a victim of rape should feel about yes. being raped. So, like, if she's comfortable enough to actually discuss it and laugh at it, kind of, I, I, I understand because I don't know how I would deal with some shit like that. Because that's some heavy shit to be, you know, dealing with for your whole life. Especially in light of, like, you know, your husband fucking joking about it. This other lady is sitting up here, like, on some, like, <laughs> so then what happened, girl? You know what I mean? Like, it just, it's an awkward situation and in general, so I, you know, it's just odd, yo. It's just odd. I, I'll continue. And you had a nice flirting with it, whatever. This was going past that. And so he laid me on the ground. He said, Okay, I'm not going to do nothing to you, but I'm going to pleasure you. This younger, I'm like, Okay, he's going to do something down there, so I'm going to let him. And it went from there. And when he went from pleasuring me down there, he wanted to do something else. And I just was begging him, I was like, Please, no. I don't want to have sex with you, please. Let's not do this, whatever. He took the remote control. That's not leading the guy on. So then her husband says, but you're going to lead the guy on, though. So wow. that's a little, like, to me, that was one of them, like, um, that's your, isn't it your wife, dog? Like, you can't have her back, even if you thought that bullshit, which I don't agree with, but even if you thought that bullshit, you on TV and you can't even have her back. You can't shut your fucking mouth long enough to be like, well, look, obviously this shit was traumatic and uh, whatever he did was wrong. But she actually handles this herself probably better than I would have and better than I'm sure a lot of women would have. I mean, because, you know, a lot of women would have just threw this hot ass grease that she's cooking in on that his nigga. face. 
And it would have and this clip would have been a oh, million word. hits for a whole different reason. <laughs> like delicious pours hot grease on husband on national TV, but I'll let her oh, handle man. it. Right, scalding high creeps. That's stupid. What would you say to your children? You say that's not in this conversation. No, 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 So he said, "All right." She basically says, uh "You gonna tease that man? You gonna lead him on? And then you not gonna give him none?" And uh she hit him with the, "What would you say to your children?" Which I think is a good fucking question. You know, and he hit her with the, well, they not going to go down there. Listen, I don't have any kids. All right. But I was a kid, you know. Um, and kids do dumb Kids shit. do shit. Kids do shit. Yes, they do. You actually can't control your kid 100% of the time. I know a lot of people without kids, a lot of people without spouses like to talk in these, like, uh, these absolutes. Mm-mm. Well, my kid wouldn't. Your kid, you don't know what the fuck, fuck your, your kid, kid would, would do. do. You know why? Because my parents didn't know what the fuck I would do. And I guarantee when you was younger, your parents didn't know what the fuck shit you got into sometimes, too. Somehow you just managed to make it out alive and shit worked out for you sometimes. But we don't all make 100% the greatest decisions at fucking like 18, 16, 17 and shit. So to try to put this on some like, well, I just have my kids like, no, nigga, you don't know what the fuck your kids going to want to do at 18, dog. So, you know, and and she said her mom wasn't cool with that shit. So she was determined to, uh, you know, to at least, uh, talk to this crush, this dude she had a crush on. So like right there, he's already on some like, fuck that shit. I'm not even about to, you know, mention this. Um, all right. And they gonna tell him no. That's stupid. That's what stupid. would you say to your children? I mean, you that, that's not in this conversation. No, 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 don't let him go down there. No. That's, see, I told you, he says just know everything because he thinks that that means that. You're putting yourself in a situation. You are. You are. I, I don't. Because men, we don't think like men think. We just don't. So, okay. So here's the other thing. The woman is getting in her shit too. Like, we, well, this, you know, you, you are putting yourself in a bad situation. You, you know, we don't think like men think. This is on you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which, like I said, first of all, those are two separate issues. But then this idea of like blaming a victim. Or some shit like this. Really man. That's kind of what's fucked up about it in the first place. Like that's why this shit is allowed to run rampant. Right under our fucking noses. And nobody wants to deal with it. And no one wants to talk about it. That's why 60% of rapes go unfucking reported Because they know that some motherfucker is going to be like. It's your fault. You you led that man on. It's all on you. Right? Uh, hey, Rod I'm sitting here. Tell me when I can go in. Oh, we we about to. I, oh, I promise yeah, we almost yeah, done with the whole I, clip. Yeah, I'm, almost, I, yeah, I'm just going to let y'all unload, dog. Yeah, just, uh, we yeah. almost done. Yeah, I go last. I let them go first. Okay. But I don't, you know, I never, me having that happen to me, a man never has a right to take anything from me that I don't want him to have. If we, if we discuss, you just gave him a little bit and tried to cut him off. Well, if I tell you no. This is her husband, dog. That's a fucking husband. Like, I, that shit bothers me so much, dog. Like, it's her fucking husband. Like, if anyone in the world is supposed to have your back, and I'm not saying when you wrong, they just supposed to, like, no, you supposed to keep it real. I get that, but this is his idea of keeping it real? This, it was on you. You got raped at 18. Well, that's what's supposed to happen. Nigga, are you serious right now? 
So your daughter comes home and says this shit to you, that's what you got to say to her? Are you fucking serious? Alright, I'm sorry. No means no. And that makes you real ignorant and stupid to assume that that means that that's okay for a man to rape me. I didn't say okay. I said you led that man on. I didn't lead him on to anything. You gotta know your faults too. I don't have any faults in a rape situation. You let the man... What, give you? Yeah. Okay. And then you're going to tell him no, so that you let him know. So are you saying that I was supposed to get raped because I didn't want to have no, sex? No, I ain't saying supposed to do nothing. You shouldn't let him know. No, you should stop. If a woman says no, if I kiss you, we kissed on our date the first time that you gave me head. I didn't let you have sex with me. Did you rape me? Face nigga. Sorry. Sorry. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, you have to. Yeah, you didn't do it, but it's supposed to be a rule for somebody else, though. Right. So you had a, enough fucking common sense. sense to avoid that jail sentence, but somehow this other nigga don't. Oh, that's what happens. Okay. All right. No, you did not. <laughs> yeah, you fucking. You better be more careful. You gonna be in that grease with that chicken. <laughs> I feel on that one. And he got, yo, he got mad and embarrassed too when she hit him with the, oh, you ate my pussy and didn't get none uh, the first time. So what's up with that? And he had to hit, fall back like, yeah, well, you, mm, that's, that's, that is a fact. <laughs> he, could, he had no good snappy witty retort for that shit because he was like, damn, that is true. I, I, I am not a rapist. And uh, technically, this is the exact situation happened with us. So um, it's only 17 seconds left. You did not. When I told you no, what did you do? Alright, so that's the end of it. I'll let you guys go first. Uh Mr. Moody, uh what do you want to say about it, man? Man, hey, 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 Greg, do you have do you have something to say, dude? Because I got I know what to say. Greg, you wanna you wanna be a precursor or please. Yeah, Yo, you wanna go first, Greg? Um well with the um with the clip, you know, I've always, I'm, I'm, I am for, you know, no means no. Right. And, you know, the, I think with, with the husband, he showed no, no tact. I mean, uh, I mean, to even to make the, the side comments or whatever facial expressions or anything like that, it's still, it was in very poor taste on his part. And for, I'm trying to figure out how to put this too, but it's along with it being in, in very poor taste, you know, it, it's the, the no means no thing is it, it goes for, for everybody. I mean, you know, you don't have to, just because one thing happens does not mean like another thing is supposed to happen. Right. You know, okay. The, the guy gave her head, but that doesn't mean that, you know, she's going to have sex with him. I mean, that that's not, it seems like that's how it's supposed to happen, but it's not, it's not always that way. And, you know, some people just don't, uh, some people don't realize that, you know, it's still, there has to be, uh, there still has to be consent for, for this to happen. If there wasn't consent, then, you know, then it is rape. I mean, it's, I, I don't think it could be any clearer than that. She said no. And that, that should be the, that i mean she said no yeah it shouldn't have it wasn't it's it's rape i mean i don't know 
like what gray areas they're supposed to be with that kind of situation. Yeah, and, and I mean, like, an erection, while it is phys- physical, it's also mental. I can't possibly, like, fuck somebody that just does not want me. It's just not in me. Like, I don't have whatever hey, level of callousness. Brother Rod, say that one more time, dog. Like, whatever level of callousness that there is in that in a rapist to be like that, it's not in me, dog. It just ain't. Like, even if I just feel like she's not feeling it, it's, yo, it, I, I don't have to be here. This is, like, honestly, that shit, like, that shit is enough of a hurt to my ego in the first place to be like, she don't even want me, dog. Let me get my ass out of here. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't even know how the fuck you keep going. Like, you have to already be a sick individual and that doesn't care about the the minutia of the situation of well you know she did let me do this so I, no you already are past that in your brain well like i'm taking this pussy one way or the other from jump uh what do you think about it mr moody dude here's the thing there's a there's a particular dichotomy to women like that you you look at what we see Socially, you look at what we see as far as our people. Okay, let me get off that our people shit. You look at what we see. People like to, a lot of women seek security, but the way that they try to secure security is through promiscuity. Mm -hmm. So I'm listening to this fucking conversation. I'm like, what the fuck? Okay. If a woman is dressed like a whore and she's looking for a man, there are two parts of a a woman will will some women will present themselves as something you can easily fuck and their their reason for doing that, they're trying to find some long long term security. Mm-hmm. Does that make any sense to everybody? Uh I'll throw in extra though. Some women dress uh provocatively to because they like to have sex with people. Like, it ain't even, right. they're not even looking for a relationship. Sometimes women just also like to fuck. Like, well, listen, Kobe Bryant, Tiger Woods, I guarantee you none of these niggas meant these women with sweatpants and t shirts on. Uh, all right, I'll throw one more out there then. Uh, cause mm-hmm. I see, I seen some of these women, and this nigga was meeting them at like IHOP and shit. Kobe fucked right. the chick that worked in a hotel. He ain't meet Damn, them, he ain't meet them chicks Tiger, at the Tiger club. Woods, Tiger Woods and Kobe Bryant. Yeah, what? them niggas ain't, them niggas was just ready to fuck something. They wasn't even out there on some like, yeah, let me, uh, this chick was so bad, I couldn't help myself. No, them niggas left the house to get some pussy. That's how okay. that shit worked. Okay, okay, well, let, let me say this, because I've been on the road a lot. Like, I've done everything yeah. from artist to security on the road. Here's the whole thing. Women, sometimes, they come in two halves. Right. They come in two halves sometimes. It's like, I'm going to do this, but I expect this. Mm-hmm. We Men like to sit around and say the reason something happened to a woman. Now, let me tell everyone why that is the most fuckboy pussy shit in the world. What happens to a woman from an aggressor is all in the court of an over-aggressive person. I have seen many women with no panties on. I've seen them with their ass out. I've seen women in the club that are not even strippers get on the stripper pole and the pussy's open and they're doing all this crazy shit. Never once in my mind was like, you know what? That girl worked for IBM. I'll rate that bitch. Right. Because she's on a pole. I was listening to y'all show the other night, 
And Karen says something. I think it was very telling the way that y'all went back and forth with it. And, and, and once again, podcasters, do the Rod and Karen thing, do the Mr. Moody thing. Try Open up conversation so we can have equal conversation. Karen said, yo, don't rape these bitches. <laughs> and, Rod, and Rod said, yo, only a woman could get away with some crazy shit like that. Because yeah. if I had said that, that... You, you know what Karen was talking about, even in my mind, as I was trying to realize, uh, you know, how the show was unfolding? You know what a rapist looks as a woman as? A bitch. Right, exactly. That's why I was like, it's profound, but at the same time, I would never say that shit. <laughs> but, uh, I understand that. There's certain things that we can't do, but when she said it, she's not talking to the women, she's talking to the aggressor. To the rapist, so, yes. So, so when, a, when a rapist looks at a woman and you say... She got on a short skirt. I'm a raper. That bitch been grinding on my lap all night. I'm a raper. Let me tell you something, dude. One of the worst things you can do to a woman or a man or a child is take something that they haven't given you. It's called robbery. Yeah. That shit is called theft. So at the end of the day, you have to look at it like this. Why is your husband with you? And why is this nigga so adamant about vocalizing the, this particular debate? Nigga, your wife is sitting up here saying, this is what happened to me. But, 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 and you're going like, yeah, but, um, oh, so that nigga raped you? Yeah, but, uh, yo, you asked for that shit, right? You married to this nigga? Crazy. But he didn't, he didn't show you anything about himself. Or did you even tell a nigga what you went through? See, here's the thing about being a man. Rod, you know this because you just, you just helped nurse your wife through some shit. Here's the thing about men. We pick and choose when we will put you on blast. Right. One thing about me and my wife, we go through it. I've been married 16 years. I'm a fucking Iraqi war veteran in this shit. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing that I always tell people, you, the things that I get on my wife about behind couples' doors... Let another nigga do it in public. Right. It's yeah. wartime. It's wartime. Because when my wife is saying, yeah, when I was 16, I took the drink and I went to sleep. And I don't know what happened, but it was just like dicks all over. And right. I was, I didn't know why I did it. And I would be like, yeah, that's word. And that, that's what's up. Okay, end the show now, babe, so we can talk. <laughs> I closed doors. You don't put your wife on blast. Now... What I want to ask this man that's married to this woman right now, how did you look at your wife when she approached you, and how do you feel Hello. about her in general? Sit at again. Because that's how, you know what, this nigga's talking to his woman like a pimp talk to a Yes. And so if a prostitute steps out on the strip and she gets raped, a pimp doesn't have compassion. The only thing a pimp wants to know is, Damn, bitch, you didn't see them niggas coming? Right. God damn it, I thought I'd touch you better than that. Now, she she's actually accountable for her rape. Right. There is nothing that a woman can do to make a man forcibly stick a piece of dick in a woman. Period. You know how I look at women that flaunt themselves like that? To me, they're so pathetic that I just look at them like, wow. And here she is like, hey, Moody, hey, dog, you see, you see what I'm working with? You want to go someplace? Nah, nigga, you know, you, 
Come on, son. Right. Listen, let's take the blame off of rape victims. Now, with that being said, look at the destructive pattern. Look at what we've done here. Look at what we've done. We have created such a warfare between the pussy and the dick, the woman and the man, the this and the that. We've created such a warfare that a woman can actually lay down with Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant didn't take nobody's asshole. Right. But what happened was that was a come up right there. So you had a trailer park chick, and Rod, I thank you for correcting me on that. Kobe Bryant is going to go down in one of the, as one of the most pathetic niggas of all time. <laughs> yes. Women, rape is forcible. Rape is something that is forcible. Rape is forcible. So even if a woman is lying about being raped, one thing that you have to understand is men, we have to understand this. There is no way a woman can dress or talk or act. That is going to make me say all of a sudden, I'm going to take this bitch pussy. Right. Not to mention the prison time. Not to mention the prison. I'm not going to prison for this shit. There is no pussy on the earth I'm going to prison for. American male, Kobe Bryant, Mike Tyson, y'all niggas holler. Right. Y'all risking your life. Like, first of all, just even a sexual encounter is is complex enough. Mm -hmm. I think I would try to avoid the part where consent is iffy. You know what I'm saying? I would like to go into my shit with an ironclad contract, dog. I am not coming out about to do 10 to 15 years with that rape charge over my head when they introduce me to fucking General Pop. No thank you. No thank you, sir. I would much rather just be like, I'll pass on this vagina and maybe some more uh, vagina will come along in a little yeah. bit. Yeah. That's and, exactly and, Rod, right. and that's why when Karen said don't rape these bitches, she ain't talking to Rod. Right. She ain't talking to Moody. She ain't talking to Greg. She's talking to rapists. Right. In the way that you deal, I've I've instructed. I've I've uh I've been a martial arts instructor for over a decade. And when you have to you have to understand something. When you deal with motherfuckers like that, you have to treat everybody different. When you say, "Yo, man, don't rape these bitches," because a rapist. When he sticks some dick unauthorized in some pussy, he's like, I'm going to fuck the shit out of this bitch. Right. He's not even thinking of her as a human being. She's not a human being. She's a cattle. She's a hand. She's a jerk-off tool. Right. She's a hand. So here's the whole thing. Fellas, if you're listening to this, for you fuck niggas out there, and you think, and if you don't like the fact I'm calling you a fuck nigga, I'm calling you a fuck nigga. Because you're probably a fuck nigga. So at the end of the day, it's like this. There's not a thing a woman in this world can do to make you take something something from her. When, when we snatch a purse from a man or a woman and their wallet is in it, we take the identity. When you snatch a pussy from a woman, that is a driver's license. You've taken everything that she is about. Now, what did she do to make you do that? Right. What has she done to make you do that? Tight clothes? Nothing can make you, you do that. you at the bar? Nigga, you're pathetic. Yeah. Because the thing about me, the way I look at it is, if I need a nut that bad, I've been married 16 years, so sex to me is kind of like, 
I kind of like it when we do it. But if I don't get it, I got so much other shit to do. And I'm not concerned about it. You, you, the, we are men rape women for defeat. Men have sex with women for ejaculation because ejaculation is tied into emotion. Men don't rape women to bust a nut. Men rape women to defeat. Yes. The entire human character of that woman. I also think, too, man, a lot of people think of rape in their head as just like jump out the bushes thing or mm-hmm. this like halfway sexy thing of and the, and the thing is like because yeah, i think people see like it's even hollywood they don't have a way to depict the rape There's, it's impossible like everything even the most brutal shit you've seen on camera it's impossible to truly depict the to depict just the horrifying graphicness and brutality of a rape because the people that are acting know what's about to happen, mm-hmm. and they've mm-hmm. they've like they've consented like to playing that role. And looking at um, if you ever see what rape looks like for all you fuck niggas out there, that that think that you get a woman drunk, get her drunk, go to a porn search and put in sleeping, sleeping, right. And what you will actually see if you're into fantasy that much, I did it almost by accident. I was like. The first time I saw, I put it sleeping, and I was like, okay, well, she's sleeping. Does this mean that she's incoherent? Right. Yeah, it's kind of sleeping. So this nigga has opened her legs, fucked the shit out of her, bust a nut in her, and she has never been the wiser. Right. Now, these are two porno actors acting, but that's rape. Right. Like a woman has to say, yo, well, let's make it do what it do. Here's the thing, you, you like you know even man, even that because I don't want to play myself. I don't want to play myself. <laughs> listen, women and men are accountable. We have to be so okay. I'm done. It's I'm, 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 even. I'm, I'm sorry, fam. I'm done. It's all good, no, but good, even even that can't depict what a fucking rape looks like. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? And like you know, we seen the pictures of Rihanna after Chris Brown got done with her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't even imagine the, the fucking mindset of somebody like that. And I think what happens, and this is not giving cover to people who try to, like, rationalize it, but what happens is that sometimes people are good people, and they just want to exist in a world where there's logic and reason, so they don't want to believe that right. this shit could happen to somebody that didn't, that could avoid it. And we would right. like, you know, it's the same reason that, you know, me and Karen make this joke about RWPs, robbable white people, right? People that look more robbable than us. So mm-hmm. we go to the store late at night. We hope that the thief will rob them first and we'll get to the car and be fine. <laughs> yes. Right. That's that. That logic is tapping on something that a lot of people live in where we would like to be able to say, like, no, no, no. They won't rape you because you wearing jogging pants and she's right. wearing a thong. And no, 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 they won't rape you because you know to be in the house at eight. But meanwhile, two thirds of rapes are committed by somebody that knows the victim. Right. You know what I mean? 73% of rapes per- perpetrated by somebody that's not even a stranger to you. So, you, and 38% of rapists will be ca- cataloged as a friend or acquaintance to the victim. So these are not just these fucking random jump out the bushes you know csi cases that we're talking about man we're talking about people that you know man two-thirds or one one out of every six women is raped in america one out of every six so i was on twitter talking about this and i'm gonna let karen speak on this she said she wanted to go last but um dude people were actually on some like well i mean that's if you believe that nigga 
You talking right now when you're defending that fucking rapist, you are talking about somebody that might not even have reported the rape. Right? You're talking about somebody like your mom. Somebody like your sister. Somebody like your wife. Somebody like your 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 daughter. You are talking about them. And when they hear you say shit like this, they go, I can't tell my dad. I can't tell I can't tell my husband. Why? Because he thinks that it's your fault if you get raped. Because he needs to exist in a world where this shit can't possibly there can't be these people on the streets that are just fucking raping people not to mention men i guarantee majority of men has been raped don't talk about that shit dog mm-hmm. like three percent of go ahead greg uh, i just want to add in like even on a, on a larger scale with what you just said uh i think there is a a law that's trying to be passed uh in georgia if not america but i know in georgia definitely that uh rape victims could be held accountable in a court of law that that you know they're like i was mentioning before like you know they if the court can find like they're trying to put like gray areas on sexual assault wow uh on the books and uh there are a lot of um are like the representatives in in my state are, are actually like starting to endorse this kind of thing and just like disregarding all the outrage, I don't know if it's been if the if the exact law has been put to a vote or anything, but I know that's that's been an idea that has been building and building over the past couple of years to where rape victims uh, can possibly be held accountable Shit. for their own assault. And I um, that's so crazy. On a lar- that's on a larger scale of what you were just saying, and not even that, to mention the effects. Very deep. That's very deep. But it's the reasons for that go very very deep not to get into that, but there is a bottom line. Everything in life has a bottom line. Niggas live to ball. We live to talk shit. We live to blame. I don't even know if anybody says blame anymore. (laughs) That's the only word I can think of. (laughs) We, We try to do all that shit. Let me tell you something. Forcibly, sexually, you will never be able to justify how you push yourself on a woman, the fucking nature of the vagina, the vagina is an emotional thing, dude. It open up as it pleases. Yeah, who even wants that? It gets wet ah! upon satisfaction. It does all of this shit. So that's why they can do rape kits when somebody gets raped. Right. That's why, they, that's why the authorities can do rape kits. Your pussy is not open. I don't know if I'm being too raw, raw, Karen. Nah, go ahead, man. It's it's explicit. (laughs) Go ahead. I'm in it, right? I'm in it right now. Your pussy, because the the vagina as connected to sex is so fucking psychological. That's how they create rape kits. A wide open, dripping, wet, erotically moist pussy that is in coherence with another person that's doing something. They don't worry about shit like this. Women fight. When you rape, it's called rape because you're, you're the aggressor when I don't want what you're giving me. There is no excuse. It is fucking, it is a pity. It's a shame. It's pathetic to ever look at any woman in this world and say, because you dress like this, right. dance like this, act it like this, look like this, you got Rape. Because if we flip the script, and if we talk to these 
faggoty little Rod. Sorry. Go ahead. I don't mean it that way. <laughs> it's all right. I know what you mean. Go ahead. I know you don't like the word, but I'm in it right now. Rod. <laughs> if we look, we're in the neighborhood. We're in the hood. <laughs> we look at these little less than men niggas that want to walk around tight jeans. Nigga, you can't do crimes with a tight jean because you can't run. Right. One of the best accomplices to crime is speed. You can't even run with a tight jean. You can't run with baggy jeans. When we look at what men are saying, are we now saying, are we opening the floor to saying that a dude with his pants hanging off his ass should get raped by a gangster homosexual male? Mm-hmm. A man that has on a wife beater and baby oil all over his face, should he get raped? A male stripper, should he get raped? Right. Rape is a fucking no-no. There's <laughs> right. no fucking justification for this shit. I don't care how she was, I don't care how she looked, how she talked, how drunk she was. And I do, I am with Karen. Don't rape these bitches. Because I don't say that because women are all bitches. Mm-mm. I say that because a rapist looks at a woman like a bitch. So with that being said, rapists, you fuck niggas, don't rape these bitches. Uh, now, Karen, you, what was you, I know we waited till you last. Go ahead. Go. I would oh, never be on the black guy who tips again. I'm sorry. Nah, I, nah. <laughs> that, that might not even be in the top 10 ratchet, ratchet things that have been said on the show. Uh, go ahead, Karen. Oh, something that I want to say, and, and, and I, and I guess for me, um, personally, it, it just, the whole thing is just very, very uh, disturbing to me, and it's very, and sometimes it's one of those things. I guess as a woman, it just it's, it just upsets you very much, um, because a lot of times when it comes to rape, instead of just saying you raped, a lot of times people want to look at uh, the victim's sexual past. They want to bring up, you know, things about uh, what you've done. You know, what uh, almost like. Like the back to issue your fault thing. It's something I wanted to share, and I'm not even sure if I shared this with Roger or not. I think the thing that really, really uh, upsets, like I don't mind talking about raping things like that because I know it's a reality, and I know it, it affects a lot of women out there, and a lot of women, you know, think that they're the only one, or, or they think that. You know, I can't tell nobody. Or if you do tell people, everybody wants to blame you or they want to act like it's your fault. I remember this happened years ago. I was about mm, 16 years old. And I was, uh, my mama had told me not to go to this particular skating rink. It's actually closed now. And so I, I was being hard-headed. I wanted to go with one of my best friends. So me and her went out there. We was having a good time. And you roller skate, you roller skated up to a certain hour. Then after that particular time, uh, you actually put on your sneakers and you got on the floor and you danced. So, uh, I was on the floor dancing, had myself a good time. Not, no, I'm not paying no attention. I, I, I just was just enjoying the environment. Uh, and what had happened was that me and her ended up getting separated. And in the process of me and her getting separated, it was about, mm, six dudes just made a circle around me. I was like, Okay, there's something going on here. Something's not right. So they made a circle around me. Actually, literally picked me up. And I'm in the circle and was rubbing on me and feeling on me, doing all kinds of things to me, sticking their fingers in all these places. I was swatting them, telling them no. But the way it is, A, it was very dark in there. B, um, the music was extremely loud, so most people couldn't hear you anyway. And so what had happened was that uh, 
the way the skate ring was, uh, at most skate rings, they have like these high walls that you kind of skate off into like a cut. And so they had took me over there. And what had happened was basically the guys were, all these guys were over top of me. And they was basically almost was starting to rape me. And it just so happened that the girl I was with started looking for me. And so when she was looking for me, she was like, hey, where is she at? So she happened to come over there and find me right before they started. And so uh, at that time, I was petrified. I was mortified. I don't even really think I told her what happened at the time. And the thing is that men or people, not, not really men, but people who have never been a victim or an almost victim of rape, don't understand the psychological pain. They don't really understand the mental pain. They don't really understand the emotional pain. They really don't understand, you know, when a crime has been committed. You know, you rob a bank, somebody reports a crime, they come solve it. It's an open and shut case. Everybody want to be on top of it. But when it comes to rape, all of a sudden it's not an open and shut case. It's not as simple as, okay, a crime has been committed. Let's find out what happened. You know, let's get on top of it. It's all the questions. Well, what did you have on what did you wear were you naked were you on your period and all this other type of bullshit which is irrelevant to the fact that it was a crime committed at the time and i think for me uh personally it's something that just makes me very upset and the thing is like i said i said don't rape bitches because that's what i was called a bitch and so you just feel uh very low you feel like you're worthless you feel like uh it's your fault, and it does not help when society passed laws to say it's your fault. You don't feel better when everybody makes excuses for the rapist and says and come around and says, well, it's your fault that he raped you because he couldn't control himself. No, fuck him. He couldn't control himself, not me. I didn't rape him. He raped me. It's almost like it's your fault that you got a vagina. It's your fault that you're a woman. It's your fault you were born the way you are, male or female, regardless of how you got raped. And that's the thing that makes it uh, a very ugly topic and a very ugly situation. And... And it also upsets me when people go around and they want to defend people. Like, it's okay. It is not okay to force yourself on somebody. Just like it is not okay to steal somebody's shoes. It is not okay to steal their clothes. It is not okay to steal things from people. And the thing about it is that you you stole something precious. You, you went inside of her. I don't think people really get to the p point of it. You went inside of somebody. You have violated them tremendously. And... At the end of the day, it's not okay. It's not all right. It shouldn't be defended. And it upsets me when people want to make these excuses. Why? Because you hadn't been raped. Why? Because your daughter hadn't reported to you that she was raped. Why? Because your mama may have been raped when she was a child and never expressed it. Why? Because your aunt may have been raped in her marriage. But because nobody comes out and talk about this, you have people that live in this false, fake fucking bubble that think that nobody ever gets raped. And until somebody opens up to you, all of a sudden you're like, oh, shit, it's real. Yes, it's it's real. It's really real. And the thing about it is that most rapes are not reported. Why? Why? Because it's by somebody that they know. Right. It's by somebody that's related to them. Do you know how many children have been sexually assaulted by family members, especially in the black community, and have came out and told, and everybody want to call her a fucking lie, or call the boy a fucking liar, because, oh, so-and-so, you know, that's just the way they are. No. No more excuses. And it's I, not. Well, I'll, let me throw it. It's not just the black community. 
because that's that's a that's a common misnomer like every time some shit's going wrong it's always got to be like and black people are the worst no actually 52 percent of rapists are fucking white so yeah, let's 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 yeah, hell yeah like let's yeah. like i'm not saying that the black community is perfect or no shit yes but like you know we they throw that number they they throw that 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 shit out there to make us seem worse like with all women 17 percent 17.6 percent are 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 raped uh white women 17.7 black women 18.8 asian pacific uh islanders 6.8 american indian alaskan women 34.1 that's fucking insane uh mixed race women 24.4 so you know that's just this this common misnomer of like well it's these black people now it's not a black thing um and the other thing, you know, for black males specifically, because I saw several of them on my timeline yesterday defending this bullshit. Yes. Um, look, man, let's just let's put it on something you can relate to. You driving down the street, right? Whatever neighborhood. Maybe you bumping your music, maybe you not, I don't know. Uh you doing the speed limit, you chilling. All of a sudden you look in the rear view, whoop, whoop. Cop pull you over. Take you out the car, whatever, searches you. The fuck, you know, the, the, the wants to know if you got any guns and shit, goes all through your shit, puts you in the back seat. End of the day, you didn't do nothing wrong. They just let your ass go. They just, you get back in the car, you roll off. Are you any less mad, right? Do, do you call your boy and say, yo, man, I just got pulled over for just driving while black? Do they say, well, what kind of car you got? What, what neighborhood was you in? Or how fast were you going? No, they're going to... Right? And we've had white people do that to us. I guarantee every black male that has white friends has, has told them about getting pulled over, driving while black, and they basically hit you with the 21 questions because they didn't want to believe that they actually do live in a world where that racist bullshit is happening. Yes, it does. They got a black friend. You know what I'm saying? They're like, well, why can't... You know, why would this still be happening? It's 2012. It it, it don't matter. And the bottom line is it's a violation. Just like you feel violated when the cops pull you over, what make you think a woman or a male that gets raped does not feel violated? Right. It's like all of a sudden when it comes to rape, the violation of your body all of a sudden is is irrelevant. You know, that you know they, 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 they rob your money. We can go fix that shit. You know, right. they go they go do... You know, they internet uh, hack, hack, hack your accounts. We can go fix that shit. But for for some reason, when it comes to the body and the violation of the body, all of a sudden we got these stupid ass rules and regulations. Oh, whose fault is it? Uh, did he or she do this and he or she do that? When it's irrelevant, you've been violated. Yeah, you told me about this story before. And what did I tell you back then, Karen? Who, me? Yeah. I said, why did you lead those men on? <laughs> Ring the bell. <laughs> Ding. Ring the bell. Ding. <laughs> All right, man. We got. Let's move on to some lighter shit. Cause oh, go ahead. One thing I want to say to the brothers. Yeah. One thing I want to say to y'all, man. Y'all better remember. We we have to start remembering what we're fighting for. And a lot of you dudes that that have that hostility. See, rape is hostility. Um, any kind of beef is hostility. I've been in a lot of it. Real physical. I'm talking about this this fucking internet shit. Real shit. And I realized as I got older and I got a family, I was like, no, this is just really some personal hostility. We are willing to fight. Right. I'm talking to my men right now. I'm not concerned about the women at this point because the realest men in the world can really kind of, women want to be covered, protected. They still want to express themselves. But the world of a man, the way I embrace my wife, the way I put my eagle wings, my lion wings 
over my wife. We're willing to fight. All of your brothers that do that, she was dressed like this, and so she deserves this. I want you to think about something. You'll fight over your car. You will be so offended by what someone takes from you that is material. A vagina is not material. That's a, a, a physical thing. That is, that is God life right there. Wow. That is what you create other human beings off of is a penis in a vagina. So when a nigga take your car, you ready to ride. Ready to get with your niggas and right. ride out. Right. What your gangster niggas do. I ain't no gangster. So I'm just telling y'all what but even doing. But even still, you feel that way. Yeah. Yeah, you feel it. Yeah, you still feel it. Niggas, you ready to ride. A nigga take your jacket. You ready to ride. And over here in Georgia, when the 49ers played the, uh, played the Giants, big up NYGs. Y'all know what it is. Next week, we just going to handle this thing. <laughs> there was a restaurant for the New York Giants. Um, there was a restaurant, Applebee's, which everybody is familiar with. And a 49er fan, after the game, starts shooting in a restaurant. Yeah, he shot You're some Saints so fans. willing to fight for bullshit. But you cannot understand why you shouldn't take something from somebody. Yep. We don't have the right as men. We don't have the fucking right to take something from a man. Let me introduce y'all to something. If you if you're that fucked up in the game, especially my married niggas. Married men really don't do that too much raping because we got this whole masturbation thing going on when the wifey is not with us. <laughs> but here's the whole thing. Let me tell y'all do something. Nobody in this world. If you don't fight for and fuck the black white, fuck the fuck the race thing. If you can't fight for a woman the way you fight for your car that got stolen, if you can't fight for a woman for your sneakers, oh for, for your, your job, boys. A lot of will fight harder for the job, boys. If you if you can't do that shit, that is a sacred thing. That's where your sons are from. That's where your nieces and nephews are from. That's where you're from. So if the material possessions of this world are more important to you than a woman that dressed like a whore and got raped, if you can actually make two of those things kind of collaborate with each other, you are what I like to call and ring the bell on. I like to call you a fuck nigger. Black men, men period, we need to start protecting that vagina as something that is crucial. It's important. That's why we're so fucked up right now. That's why we're so fucked up right now. Now, before I'm done, and I'm done because I'm getting a little hot, <laughs> and I'm done, and I'm, and I'm going to be done. One more thing. What I have to remember is this. We have to start thinking about ourselves, Rod and Karen and Greg, and everybody listening to this shit right now. We have to start thinking about ourselves that are trying to move on to the next level. And what that means is, what if I take this black woman's pussy? I'm going to rape this black chick because she had a mini skirt on. Now, once I bust that nut, that's why men fuck. Men fuck for nuts. Once the nut is over, I'm gone and I'm done. And I high-five my other fuckboy niggas. And now that woman that I just desecrated, because that's what that is, y'all, desecration, she has to deal with years 
psychological damage mm-hmm. off of the result of my nut. Men respect respect the vagina, but women respect your vagina. It's not your fault if you dress like a hoe and you get raped. That's not your fault. But I do want y'all to start coming out of the house right now. You're not representing yourself in the club. You're not representing yourself. I'm the baddest bitch in the club right now. I'm like, that's an oxymoron. You're, you're the, so what you're saying is you're the best, baddest shit right now? <laughs> Women, start putting more value. That shit is not on a booty-shaking video. It's not on the tight jeans. It's not on high heels. It's not on the best weave. It's not on the best contact. The vagina men have always respected y'all for treasuring. The minute y'all got off of treasuring is the minute that we stopped giving y'all niggas any fucking respect. And you shouldn't be raped for it, but women, treasure yourselves more. Yeah, well, see, this is what happens with this thing. We start discussing it. We start getting into there's two separate things happening here. Like, um, like I'm looking in the chat and President Evil or whatever is make trying to make points of what well, vagina need to protect itself in 2012. Be mad if you won't and all this shit, you know, like and, and it's obviously, you know, these it's obvious this like it's this whole like. Well, now is the time to start telling women when to... No, it's not the fucking time, though. Like, we that's a separate conversation. You want to have a conversation about how women need to dress? You want to have a conversation about how uh, both sexes need to act around each other? Hey, I'm down with that conversation. Wrong, but there's still timing. And the timing isn't, yeah, my wife just said she got raped. Let's talk about what women need to do in the club. Like, no, nigga, this that shit wrong and we have your back on that and that's wrong and and that's like i said it's like if if i um it's like i said if i call my dad hey i got pulled over cops harassed me just for being a black man and i know that's what it was and my dad goes well uh how fast are you going well i was going i was going 50 in a 45 well you know you five miles over the speed limit nigga I just got fucking, you know what I mean? I just had a gun in my temple. I, 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 it's not the time. You know what I'm saying? And I just want to put that. We we got to start having these conversations as two separate conversations yep. as, as opposed to just, Believe well, here's together. a victim telling you what happened to them and then going, yeah, now let's talk about what you got on. Like, nah, I, I, we can wait because there's going to be plenty of other shows and topics where we do talk about that. Matter of fact, we talk about that shit a lot where we talk about, you know, motherfuckers going to the club and shit. You know, that's the first thing everybody be saying. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you see who that chick got on? You know, we be in the mall. You see who that chick got on? Like, we do that, man. But, you know, I just would like to to have that conversation and tell people if you're going to have this conversation, you got to start being better, dog. We got to we gotta stop trying to turn it into this other conversation where we can feel like, well, now it's time to dump on these women and these victims. Nah, we let's just chill. We can stop it at no means no. Don't be fucking raping people. If you rape somebody, you're a piece of fucking scum. And we'll talk about, you know, how people want to dress and shit later. But nah, this, this shit, it's got to stop. It's got to fucking stop. Zero tolerance. And let's also promote some cross gender activity because what happens is they say a woman can't raise a man to a to a full degree that's very true they say men need to talk to boys and women need to talk to girls that's very true but listen hold on a young woman i have a nine-year-old daughter she's an honor roll student she's a, a, a elite level six gymnast i am putting my work in on this child and here's the thing you need 
an authority figure from the opposite gender to talk to you. Mm. Because yes, you it's do. not enough to say, go talk to that boy. Rod, go right. talk to that boy. Moody, go talk to that boy. No, we already do that if we're men. Rod, go talk to that girl. Moody, go talk to that girl. Because a man has to put a young woman up on game. Right. The, men are always going to protect our game to a degree. But we got to put her up on destructive game. And a woman has to put a man, a young boy, up on game. And maybe we can get them out here in these clubs. I do this networking, and I don't like clubs. I am very, I'm a personal person. Right. It sounds actually asinine. To go to the club, right. I don't like to be bothered. My whole thing is I am a really individual person. Here's the thing. Karen, I don't give a fuck if y'all got kids or not. Here's the whole thing. Yo, first of all, Rod and Cameron would make some of the best parents in the world. <laughs> they, they have a lack of bullshit, a level going on around the household. But the reason I respect y'all when y'all say y'all don't deal with the kids is because I, I listened to that show yesterday. It's like, yo, I don't know if we can bear this. Like, I don't right. know if we can deal with what society is dishing out. Can I deal with this without going to jail and fucking as soon as something happened to my child. But the opposite gender, we got to be in accordance, y'all. Right. We got to be in accordance. Yo, listen, man, women, you, Rod, Karen, respectfully, I'm done. <laughs> Yo, he was getting sermon on, dog. He was feeling it. I'm, I'm done because I, I, feel, I feel some kind of way about that because I've coached kids. Right. I've, I've lectured the kids, and I know that what what Karen can do, talking to a bunch of young boys, saying, don't rape that bitch, them little niggas would be sitting up like, oh, shit, son. Yeah, I really do I really do wonder if, if that's what we've gotten to with um, society at large, especially with the misogyny in our music and our culture. If we have gotten to the point where it will probably reach more people saying, don't rape that bitch, than saying, uh, don't rape that woman. Honestly, it's, it's no, that. No, no, absolutely right. You're right. Like, I wonder if we've gotten to that point. No, y'all are. Listen, y'all are very influential, brother. Don't, don't shortchange yourself. Here's, here's the whole thing. Y'all are very influential. Here's the whole thing. The reason I'm done is because I'm on the phone with a bunch of people and we all see it the same way. Right. And and the problem is it's us against the other people that see it the same way. But I'm telling you, the negative aspect of our society, they always win. If we, if we raise 100 good kids, it's the fucking rapist that'll rape one child. He's going to get more headlines than what we're doing right now. Yeah. Ain't that the truth? And it's real you messed up, man, because, so- like, Greg has been t- quiet this whole time. And mm-hmm. I just want to say, man, Greg, just stop raping, man. Okay? I know <laughs> I know why you got quiet, man. It's, you just got to stop, dog. It's not, you know, it's, it's not a game, man. We're trying to tell you right now, dude. It's not cool. Hey, Greg, also, what you can do tomorrow, Greg? <laughs> Greg, hit me on Twitter yeah. and go, hey, Moody, check this out, dog. I had a lot of shit to say. Hey, dog. Nigga, you talk too much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Nobody get a word in, Moody. Now, the next time you do that, I'm going to find you and I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. 
sorry, Greg. Let's work it out, brother. All right, so, we 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 got it. Karen, I'm a yeah. I'm a lay in the cut until y'all need me. I'm a lay in the cut. <laughs> big ups, my passions, my emotions got me. It's all. I good. apologize to everybody. Oh, you good, dog. I'm in the cut right now. We knew that was a heavy topic, and I knew you know people have shit to say because I had shit to say. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Um. Speaking of rape. Sexual assault suspect gave his phone number to a victim. Oh, oh, so we dialing up the pussy now? So this is what we're talking about, man. When we talk about the whole idea of these dudes just fucking living in an entirely different reality. Yeah. This is what we're talking about. Mess suspect accused. Uh, say what, Karen? I said, yep, mess around for calling card. A suspect. Right, right, right. Because you know this shit is going to get you arrested, right? Hello. Right? You know this shit is going to... This is the quickest CSI, Miami CSI episode ever. You won't make it to the first commercial, dog. No, he won't. So, like, you know he... Like, he just is that fucking delusional about how he views women. A suspect accused in a sexual assault in Chandler Alley early this month has been arrested. Police say they were able to quickly track the 21-year-old Rafael Chavez who gave his phone number to the victim after the alleged assault. <gasps> Yeah, on January. Oh, was it so good he wanted to come back and rape her again? I don't understand. <laughs> right. Was this a second date? My card. Oh, uh, Chavez idiot. picked up the victim in the alley behind Restway Road, uh, West Ray Road, um, while she was walking home from work. He drove her to an alley on North Arizona, allegedly sexually assaulted her, then dropped her back off on Ray Road and gave her his phone number. Wow. The victim called police and they called the number to confirm it was the suspect numbers, which it was. Uh, he told police he was angry. His girlfriend had just broken up with him. Once again, talking about how these dudes taking their aggression out on women mm-hmm. towards other women, yep. you know, um, broken up with him and he had been drinking heavily as well as using cocaine and smoking marijuana. Ooh, he was lit. Cause you know, nobody else that used cocaine and smoked marijuana didn't rape somebody that day. You fucking, you a rapist, dog. Yeah, well, you know, I was smoking weed and I, I drank and I did some cocaine. No, nigga, you rape people. You need to go to prison forever. You, you rape them high. Don't matter. It's still a rape. Yeah. Chavez denied giving her you know, his you telephone. Yeah. Go you ahead. What's interesting about this? You always see with like stories like this to where the person was drinking or, or they were, they were sad about something like that's ever going to count as an excuse right (laughs) hello like if you use that in court uh you're still guilty i mean all (laughs) my people say it anyway it's the it's the uh drake defense it's the emotal fit defense and shit like oh well that nigga was sad though he was listen, listen to his song, dog. He was definitely crying over this depressing. shit. It was depressing. It's just a rape. Um, so he denied giving her his telephone number, but said that he took her number. That's not even a that's what. I'm a rapist, but nah, she gave me the digits, so that's different. Anyway, he's in jail. One count of kidnap. One count of sexual assault. Oh, I, I didn't. I didn't know phone. I didn't know phone number meant free free coochie in my. Apparently, you if you get the digits, it doesn't count as a rape. Oh, okay, um, okay. Uh, to this dude, thank you, thank you for informing me, Rod. I, I I know the police were so happy that that was his defense. Like I know police just be like really walking out the the, the fucking uh, the testimony room like, mm, <laughs> we got him, dog. <laughs> this gonna be the quickest case ever. Open and shut, my friend. Oh, so you was real sad. You know what? You might have a trial. You might have a case. Now you sure you don't want a lawyer? Okay, well keep talking. Um, <laughs> so this uh, Tulsa teen used a sword to fight a home invader. Now, here on the Black Guy Test, we are against sword ratchetness. We are. Now, is this the proper use of a sword? Probably. I mean, fighting is, you know, fighting off a, a criminal and shit. 
but the sword is still the most ratchet weapon known to man yes it is uh the suspect is in a home invasion is in the tulsa jail with a cut to the head oh after the victim attacked him with a sword tulsa, in the wrong house tulsa police said jeremy wayne olsen 18 broke into a residence at 11 p.m friday the 17 year old victim hid in his bedroom until the suspect entered the room at which time the victim used a sword to stab the intruder damn that means stabbed him in the head oh. the altercation moved into the living room where the victim smacked Olsen in the head with the sword causing a gash oh so he stabbed him one time and then sliced him another time oh yeah the suspect left the residence and called police saying he had been shot come on a shot in the stab wound <laughs> come on i was shot with a sword that, uh, yeah he was shot with a sword i think he was using sword bullets <laughs> <laughs> go to jail yes, go directly I, to jail but I, I looked in this in this in the swords turn into uh flower petals and stab me like <laughs> right, in bleach right <laughs> uh Roy Sabumaru and shit uh Fry said officers were suspicious of the suspect story of, of course. course they showed up if they and this nigga was cut <laughs> it's like, that was like where is the bullet wound sir wait a minute that's like a knife gash I was shot it's like it's the shot slicing me from head to stern on me shit um <laughs> the officers were suspicious of the suspect story learned of the home invasion which led to the arrest he's being held on twenty thousand dollars bond for first degree burglary so and, and, and he had the a bad that, night hey he deserved it i'm gonna tell you why you but but wait a minute wait a minute was he a rape victim that's the question what right. did he have on what did yeah well, 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 i mean did he lead the, the did he lead the intruder on he may have did he have his xbox know. at the front door <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. He had the blinds up. He had that flat screen on the wall and the blind was up. And that nigga said, you know what? You ain't never supposed to have a flat screen. <laughs> right. I'm you. Yeah, I'm right. I got to rob you. I was, I'm not even this type of guy. Um, I, I couldn't help myself. This is a quick one, man. And I'll, I'm just going to say this. Uh, Mr. Moody, you work in the music industry somewhat, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, Greg, you, you worked in theater. So you know something about performance. Karen was in the band at mm -hmm. school, mm -hmm. so she knows about this. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Amber Rose has a song out. A song? Hey, Amber, this is Hector Hates Or from No Hair, Don't Care magazine. And we just want to say we're so excited about your new project, and we're sure it's going to go number one. <laughs> oh, my God, I can't even say that with a straight face. I'm sure it's going to be horrible. Scrutinize, be by, okay uh what do you guys think of that song i'm angry that you even played that oh i'm sorry uh what about you greg uh first of all we should have seen this coming uh <laughs> every one of these celebrities if you want to call it uh they always come out with a song amber rose got a song kim kardashian had a song paris yeah. hilton had a song this should have it's it's part of the the rule book wherever it is right that uh that that they're gonna come out with a song we should have seen this coming and we should have tried to stop it i'm mad she ain't got that sex tape out that's the only thing i want to see oh. what about you mr moody yeah, she, what do you she's think skipping steps yeah she's yes. skipping steps what do you think what do you yeah. think about it mr moody I, I i saw the uh kim kardashian sex tape and i would like to say i i am one of the few males in america I am not impressed with a 
surgically enhanced woman. It does mm. nothing for me. Same. Leading off has always been a better option. That's yeah. my thing about that sex date. And nobody but, believes us, Mr. Moody. When I tell people that, they don't believe me. I'm glad I found the other brother, man, because goddamn, <laughs> dog, I'm tired of talking to dudes that act like I'm lying to them. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm not even into that shit. How could you, okay, fake boobs, facial injections, and then on top of that, I don't think I've ever slept with, I don't, I've never slept with a woman with fake boobs, but here's the thing. Once I saw the videotape, I was like, okay, there's a couple of things to be said. Ray J weighs 80 pounds. Yeah. That's one thing. Kim Kardashian couldn't fuck her way out of a porno box. <laughs> right. That's the right. She's terrible. She is horrible. So how do I yes. feel about this whole nonsense? Amber Rose, yo, do your thing, kid. I think what Amber Rose did, she opened it up for everybody to see how whack pop music is. Mm. Because right now, all of us can, you know what we need to do? Let's do something so we can do this. We are the world record together. This goes for, this goes for Greg Hurd, Black Eye Utes, Mr. Moody, any other podcast that want to get together. Somebody go out there and just fuck somebody on camera. <laughs> <laughs> and then we can do this whole We Are the World. Everybody Circuit, gets We all bars. blow up. So it kind of sounds like this. Greg Hurd is like, everybody gets two bars because I don't want to stretch this out too long. So Greg Hurd is like, Yes, I am Greg Hurd, <laughs> and I do my thing. And then I come in. I'm like, and I'm Mr. Moo, and I don't give a shit. Rod and Karen. And yes, we are so ratchet. <laughs> see, if we can hold it like that, now we know about entertainment and culture. All we know is all you have to do, who would have thunk? You don't have to have talent, dude. A hot right. beat, dog. Fuck. Yeah, she basically That's exposed fuck. the game Amber to that. Amber Rose's song sounds like everything, I think, because I've heard a couple of seconds of this. Yeah. That uh, I... It sounds like everything you hear on the radio right now. Yes, yeah. it does. That's why we don't hear Raheem Devon. That's why we don't hear a lot of... Um, Jill, Jill Scott. Yeah. That's why we don't hear a lot of... Let it see. ...that really put the effort into the music. It's because right now... The music is based off of what you've done previously that is scandalous, and it has nothing to do with your work ethic and talent. That's yeah. so right. So Amber Rose, I say big up, because all you're doing for us, you're letting us, everybody know, to fuck. So how can we protect the baby girls? Now that's, that's a, Amber Rose is their hero now, y'all. Now that's a different take ah. on it, because my take is this. Hey, man, we got to stop telling good-looking people that they can do anything. Okay. Yeah, she is fine. Nigga. Some of us got to start. Try to bang that. Yeah, she yeah. she much finer than Kim Kardashian, by the oh, way. Yeah. And I, I personally, I, at some point, somebody got to have the integrity to be like Amber. Listen, mm-hmm. you can't sing. Just be pretty. I'm gonna need you to stop. You you you're already doing well enough. You're making you're doing your thing. You're making your money. Um, somebody needed to hear this in the studio and go, listen, this is this is very bad. This but you is, know what? It would not surprise me if this shit sells. I don't yeah, know. Man, know. music don't even sell no more. Like, you might be able to sell a ringtone. This shit ain't about to move no ringtones and shit, man. This is like the problem with a lot of the music industry and why shit, why niggas ain't moving, make it, uh, moving units. That's true. But then they got all this push behind them and then you got dudes like Big Crit doing the shit by himself independently and making more money to these motherfuckers, man. Yep. Cause they send up, they slaves to the fucking, uh, the image. They not making no money. They not actually putting skills for it. Somebody tried to tell me, well, Chris Brown, he could, he, he make good music. No, Chris Brown is 
a nigga that dance good. That's right. Anybody could make them fucking yeah. albums. Like, come on, D. Let me tell you, Amber Rose is going to do, she's going to do some kind of of a ringtone thing, depending, I don't know who did that beat, because I've never actually heard, y'all guys played, I think, about two to four bars of the song, but here's the (laughs) whole thing. If you look at her, you understand what, what, a lot of times, what Twitter is about. Yep. Rodimus Prime, say that again, um, Mr. Moody Hood and and, and Greg, with all due respect. Be Greg, her. We can all say the same thing. We can we can say this tomorrow. I want everybody to get up in the tomorrow and go, Good morning. And I want you to watch how much it gets retweeted. Okay. Yeah. Now let's take Amber Rose. Amber Rose wakes up in the morning. She's thinking like Rodimus on Twitter, thinking like Say That Again on Twitter, thinking like Mr. Moody says, thinking like Greg Hurd on Twitter. She says, Good morning. Nine thousand retweets. Right. Yes. Right. <laughs> yes. We said the same, said the same words. We yeah. had the same intention. Well, maybe we didn't. When Rodimus said it, when Say That Again said it, when Greg said it, when Moody said it, we actually meant, "Yo, have a good morning, y'all." Be like, "Be good." That's what the exclamations is for. Have a good morning. When when Amber said it, it was like, "Well, actually, I don't give a fuck about y'all, but I know good morning is some hot shit, right. and I'm going to get retweeted a thousand times." We have to peel back off the celebrity shit. Yeah, I agree, dude. Um, yes, sir. Here's another article at approximately 11:25 p.m. on January 20th, 2012. The Logan police officers were dispatched to some address on a report of an intoxicated male refusing to leave a residence upon arrival officers investigated the incident and took custody of the intoxicated man while en route to the cash county jail the intoxicated male passed out in the police vehicle the officer attempted to wake the suspect but was unsuccessful the officer called for ems and an ambulance uh and an ambulance to respond or as karen would say ambulance <laughs> Logan City Logan City paramedics arrived, evaluated, and ultimately transported the unconscious man to Logan Regional Hospital. Once at the hospital, the emergency staff was unable to work the ma- wake the ma- male subject as well. The male subject was put in the exam room, and the emergency room staff was overseeing his care. So he must have been really drunk. Oh, yes, so, he was. So an officer stationed himself outside the door of the intoxicated male and wrote his report outlining the incident of trespass, public urination, and public intoxication. Once done with the report, the officer decided to check on the subject. In doing so, the officer walked into the room and pulled the curtain back slightly. You know how there's curtains that go around the bed in uh, hospitals? Mm-hmm. The officer observed the unconscious man laying in the hospital bed and the male caregiver, the nurse, performing a sex act on the patient. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Sucking his dick, Karen. Wow. The- Wake him up? Wait, I'm uh, <laughs> that's how it works in pornography. The officer summoned the hospital security, notifying the hospital what he observed. The caregiver later identified as Hal, Hal L. Weston, 46, of Lake Town, Utah. <laughs> Ring the bell. Put his whole info out there. Ding! Was later interviewed by detectives and ultimately arrest, arrest, arrested and incarcerated on charges of forcible sodomy. The investigation is ongoing. Now, what I have to say to President Evil... Um, he led him on, right? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> shepherd man. Even his silence was all that was needed. A shepherd man, 45 years old, was accused of firing a gun and swinging a sword in a crowded home. Oh, he ain't playing, is he? Now, see, this is how, this is how, 
This is why the shit gotta stop. This sword ratchet is out of fucking control, man. These sword owners don't give a fuck about their family, their friends. They got nothing. swords and guns. And 45 is too fucking old to be waving swords and shit around and guns. This ain't the Matrix, nigga. The fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Bullets hurt. Can a 45 year old swing a sword without throwing his back out? Right. He, he, <laughs> he, he Morpheus? Yes. You think he Morpheus and shit? That's right. A 45 year old. Being gay or some tiger ball. Oh, wait a minute. Run me down, baby. Run me down. Wait a minute. After this, he was like, the tiger bomb on early. Yeah. <laughs> day before the sword thing. Yeah. <laughs> a 45 year old shepherd man was accused Thursday of firing a gun at least four times and swinging a sword around a shepherd home containing seven other people. Robert oh, Douglas, shit. Robert Douglas Herring appeared by the vid- by video from the county jail in Yellowstone. They didn't even want the nigga in the, in the room. That's like, put him on video. Wow. Uh, Judge Pedro Hernandez set Herring's bond at $30,000 after a county. Man, am I the only one that heard Judge Pedro Pedro Hernandez and immediately was like, yo, I know he catches hell when he's sentenced to white folks. And that's H-A-D-R-O, right? Yeah, he got, yeah, that's Pedro, P-E-D-R-O, and then Hernandez. Like, no way them white, them racist white people is letting that shit go. They is angry. Yeah. This is a mistrial. You give me life, you get out of my country. Like, you're not a real citizen. Yeah, taking uh, our jobs. Uh, um, sir, I've, I've been a judge for, you know, 85 <laughs> years. I, I was born and raised here. I don't care. You don't belong here. Yeah. It's in Texas, too? Shit. Um, oh, let's see. Yeah. He fired the gun twice in the direction of two of his children <gasps> and has previous misdemeanor convictions out of Texas for firing a weapon and assaulting a family member. Question, question. What did the kids have on? You know, they must have let them on to shoot them. Yes. Something to make them bust. Shot. Yeah, he wouldn't do he wouldn't do that to a normal kid. They must have been doing something wrong. At 9:40 p.m. on Wednesday, Yellowstone County Sheriff's de- deputies were called out to disturbance at a home at his home. During the initial 911 call, dispatchers heard gunshots, and the caller said his father had fired several shots, and he thought his brother had been shot. Damn. While on their way to the home, deputies confirmed that nobody had been shot, so that's good. The affidavit said, "Wait, so this nigga fired shots." Doing it, a 911 call with, with is, seven people, which is recorded, which means you can't even deny the shots were fired. Not just that, but how did you not hit anyone? And well, you had a sword. He the gun in the left hand while holding the sword <laughs> in the right. He right. must have. He must have been right-handed. That's why he that fucked up. <laughs> he, um, they, they, so uh, while on their way, they found out no one got shot. The affidavit says he came home drunk and angry while talking to a 21-year-old man identified only as R.G. And the way on the way home. This is country. <laughs> I was talking about. <laughs> What'd you say, Mr. Moody? Ratchet general. Yeah, he was talking to the <laughs> talking to the ratchet general. That's that's who everybody's talking to with these swords. He's like, cut them niggas. Fuck it. Uh, he then allegedly went into the back bedroom, grabbed a pistol, was overheard talking about shooting RG, and fired it at least four times. <laughs> RG ain't even in the house, including twice in the direction of a twenty-year-old man and a sixteen-year-old boy, as his wife tried to block him at the bedroom door. Now that's some love for your children, right there. Yes, that is, because he could have shot her. See, this why I can't have kids, because I fuck around and duck, and my kid be shot, then I feel bad for the rest of my life. I'm good. <laughs> like I would take a, I would take a bullet, but nigga, I change your diapers. You be taking a bullet for me. <laughs> 
You ain't paid no bills here. Earn your way, son. Earn your way. (laughs) You ain't paid no bills. You faster than me. You faster than me. You should be able to move out the way. You heal faster. Somebody got to go to work. (laughs) Witnesses told deputies after the gun was out of bullets, so what, he don't have four shots? A hand grabbed a sword and slashed two walls, a window draped, a bedroom ceiling, and a light fixture. Damn, what the center fan do to you, dog? He was mad as hell at them inanimate objects. The center fan was too bright for him. He's like, what the well, fuck you looking at, sir? Objects have on. What they have on? Yeah, they must have, they <laughs> must have done. Yeah, they must have been dressed up crazy and, and, and going down his house too late at night. You Man, know, it's too sexy. You think he was talking to the shit like, the fuck you looking at, Lamb? I bet you he was. Huh, huh nigga? You think, oh, word end table? You think it's just gonna go down like that? Oh, nigga, you think you bad because you taller than me? <laughs> <laughs> hold on, R- uh, hold on, RG. I got the handle mine. What, Cinefan? <laughs> you you think because you go round in circles and cool this room that I won't whoop your ass? <laughs> <laughs> Give me my sword. Uh, according to so, <laughs> so um so inside the home during uh, according to the uh, authorities there were seven other people in the home ranging in ages from three to thirty six including four minors inside the home uh one of the investigators told Heron that he pointed the gun in the direction of at least four people and at his own head. Oh. A teenager in the home told deputies that he grabbed another sword and prevented Herring from leaving the bedroom until police arrived to help. Damn. Oh, a brave child. Seriously, man. He pulled that sword out on his daddy, man. You lucky to be alive. Old man strength alone should have got you killed. Say that again. Heron's wife managed to get the sword away from him and two of the her sons held him down on the bed until deputies arrived. They had the power monkey on them. People, in, I don't they even. Word. <laughs> that's a new word. That's a new term for me, pal monkey. People in the home told deputies that Herring doesn't normally drink, but recently began doing so heavily. Charging documents state that Herring has misdemeanor convictions from Texas on drunken driving uh, and assaulting a family member in 1999. So, damn. This is probably just the first time it got serious, but they had to call the cops. And discharging a, a municipal weapon. Yo, this nigga, he just combined, he just multitasked his crimes. Wow. Cause he, he's very efficient. Yo. Respect that. Like in 1990, he I, got drunk driving. In 1999, he assaulted a family member. And, ni- and, t- and, uh, and also in 1999, he discharged a, a, a weapon in a municipal, municipal population over 100,000 people. So he just was like, let me just add all these shits together and do it in one I, day. He was practicing. But you know what, Rod, you reading, you reading these stories, I figured something out. Living here in Georgia, you know what, dude? I think we're getting to the bottom of ratchetness. <laughs> Bigger. They sell swords at the Shell gasoline station. What? They do. I swear to God. You can, Greg, listen, don't make, Greg, if I'm lying, then you make sure you, you call me out big time. At the Shell station. They got a glass case. It got all kind of knives, and they got like eight-inch fucking swords. Because really, to be honest with you, once you get over six inches, that shit is no longer a knife. It's a sword. It's a sword, dog. It's a sword. My dad was like, yo, they selling machetes at Walmart. I'm like, yeah, them, them shit's close to swords, dog. Yes. I, I, they're, I, sell, they're selling the ratchetness. So is this like some kind of sponsorship thing that you guys can take advantage we, of? We, we, we need Man, to petition somebody and yeah. tell them that if you go cut somebody, you need the same time as somebody that shot a bullet. Because yes. you can die either way. I feel like we fighting a losing battle here. But um, all right. So that was the last article for the show. Um, Let me go ahead and uh, get ready to wrap it up. And thank our guests first of all, Mr. Moody. We appreciate it. We do. Uh, don't forget to check them out. My de- my next door neighbor dot net. 
or my ndn.net the links will be in the show uh notes they're on stitcher and itunes search mr moody's neighborhood um you know check them out man i think it's a funny show uh but it's also poignant and it also uh is really introspective and uh you know he's always if you like some of the knowledge he was dropping on here today uh that real talk yeah. hey he's doing that constantly on this yeah. show man and he's good people y'all yeah get to know uh dj natural and uh cousin ed and yes. podcast p in case he comes around sometimes and uh you know they talk to y'all about grown-up shit like uh getting your credit straight so you can get a house you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Get introduced to the bell. Um, uh, and don't forget also check out my man the oh, and on Twitter he's at Mr. Moody. Um it's, it's Mr. Moody's hood, right? Yeah, he's at Mr. Moody's hood. Um and also at the Greg Heard or at Forget What You Heard, H U R D in both cases. Uh, check out his podcast, Forget What You Heard. I was on it. That would be a good place to start. Yep. But um I've actually listened to a couple episodes uh before that and uh yeah, it's just him kicking it. Um kind of the way we kick it having a regular conversation. Not out the one I heard, though the ones I heard had Abe on there. Uh and he's on Twitter at Abe is pimp. And uh I always forget the other dude's name. God damn it. Sorry, Mr. uh sorry, Mr. Hurd. But um Ben, it's Ben. Ben. Okay, by uh yeah, I got uh it's Abe, Ben, uh Minario, Justin. I know like five, six people named Matt on there and, and Tim. <laughs> okay. Uh basically just people I went to school with. Oh, and also with the with the Twitter uh for the podcast Twitter, it's for you which you heard with the number now I say I use the number you, four. You broke up. Urban. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's a number four. He broke up a little bit. It's for the number four. Get what you heard. H-U-R-D. Um, so, yeah, you can check him out on iTunes also. Um, and Podomatic. Um, and I think he's also on Stitcher Radio. So check him out. Add him to your favorites. Add both of these gentlemen to your favorites. Check out their shows. Please do, guys. Because uh, like y'all I, know we don't promote bullshit. Right. And they shout, out, they shout us out, man. And like I said, I've been wanting that. And you're going to see more new guests this year. Because mm-hmm. we're going to definitely try to bring in more people. Get everybody exposure. Because we all build and shit together even when it looks like we're building separately um this show is also sponsored don't forget shadowdollproductions.com get your free shipping and free collector's booklet when you buy audio box sets only ten dollars a pop but in case you would like to just double up you can go ahead and get up to three of them and get uh all three for 27 we are in the comedy box set so if you want to hear more rod and karen you want to hear karen cussing me out and stuff yes and we have our own page yeah, we have our own page there. So uh, check them out, man. Shoutoutproductions.com slash box sets. Uh, of course, you know where to find us, theblackoutist.com. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, five-star iTunes reviews are the only kind that we read. That's it. Uh doesn't matter what you say. You mm-hmm. can tell us that we fucking suck. As long as it's five stars, I will read that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to Facebook. Join our group. Uh, favorite us on Stitcher. Go to Podomatic and all that good stuff. We have a Google Plus page, uh, The Black Guy Who Tips. We're uh, we're both on uh, Twitter. Also, I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm say that again. That is a DAT. And our podcast is on Twitter at TBGWT. If you want to, um, you know, tweet the podcast or you want to follow us but don't want to see any pictures of scantily clad women and us making jokes about, you know, them having their children's toys on the floor and shit. <laughs> I get it. Just follow the, follow the podcast and you won't see Who that. Who are those people that don't want that? 
I don't know. I, and personally, I don't want to be their friends. Real quick, could you please mention that you guys are the number one comedy podcast on on what, sir? On Podomatic, uh, we are the number one comedy podcast. We're also just for uh, just got a nomination for Independent Podcasting Award. So, um, and I'll let you guys know nice. when the voting starts on that in February and what you guys got to do to help us win our first award because we would love to win an award and be able to say the award winning Blackout Tips podcast. I'm gonna yes. be saying award winning. Every everything dog i'm gonna be taking award-winning shits i know right? i'm gonna be doing award-winning fucking i'm gonna be driving in my car <laughs> award-winning speeding trust me you want me and to win way, this all my people from brooklyn that are listening to this podcast um one is actually better than two <laughs> rankings i know two sounds like more <laughs> but one is more powerful Listen to the black guy who tips Brooklyn stand up. Stand up, Brooklyn. We appreciate it, man. We Thank do. y'all for showing us love. Um, and uh, I think I'll cover everything, Karen, except for the kids. So yeah. uh, we'll see you guys on Thursday. Until next time, I love you. You too. Mwah.